0: You're listening to another episode of Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. All right, Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. I'm John. And I'm Scott. And this is episode 279, Scott. That's right, John. Episode two
1: seventy nine. We got a lot to talk about. We missed uh, just one week, right? Was it one week? Yeah. And that was because you had mold, mold, yeah. John. Yeah. You took care of that yourself. How's that going? The mold and a attic. little more work to do. A little more work, and that's just basically just bleaching
0: done. it, right? You just bleach it. Well, no, then you got to put some chemical on there. Chemical, um, microbial. But you don't want to scrape it. That no. would be bad. No, then then we got problems. Yes micro micro bile
1: so and then last night we didn't do it because oh I had the stomach flu but I'll catch you up on that um, later in the show there John Uh, now before we get to our weeks John let's get to TTN News right away TTN News I don't know if you know this but George put out his last podcast give me liberty or give me death yeah is that the name of it? Yeah. Cake. Give me <laughs> You're close. Give me cake or yes. give me death. I knew it was one of those. Yeah, but he says he might be back. Um, but he's just concentrating on other things now. In other TTN news, John, uh, the question was asked, Where has Satan been lately? Was it necessary for him to grab onto John's gallbladder on his way up the asshole and now we won't be able to make the trip anymore? In reference to how he possesses you. Who said that? Uh, listener William. Uh, listener Lori said... You know, I, he's very unappreciative <clears throat> of the hard work that goes into this making this show. Uh, Phil chimed in and said, Less duty stories, more Satan and the Lord. Jonathan agreed, and Lori disagreed. And at first, I was wondering what she disagrees with. She likes the poo. Yes, she says, I like the duty stories.
0: Love the poo.
1: Now, William uh, responded, oh, I wasn't complaining about the show. Please don't misunderstand. I've enjoyed the later episodes just as much as the older ones, despite Scott's worries about it having been better earlier. Did I say that? When did I say that? I don't know. I think I just said we put more time into it, and so
0: I would equate that with being a better show. Yes. Yes, I prime example, uh you know right now uh, lately. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> yes, but John, the argument could also be made that we've been doing it so long we don't need to prepare anymore as much as we used to because we're we're pros at it. We're professionals. Yeah. How about that? That's right. That is right. That's right. Uh, in other news, two seventy seven, uh, Max likes your rant about demand. Uh, it's people who buy things that drive the economy, not people who sell things. How about that? That's exactly right, man. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Let's see what else we have here. TTN News. And when I do TTN News, I just scan the Facebook page.
0: I'm a job creator because I made a company.
1: Uh, This also in TTN News. Kids Bop covers Macklemore Thrift Shop. How about that? What? Kids Bop. They, uh, Macklemore was a uh, big part of our show, John, uh, when, when I discussed them and, and Kids Bop? Kids Bop covered Macklemore. Would you like to hear some of it? Yeah, let's
0: hear it. What do you, got? I'm trying what to, you I'm got? trying to get it up right now. Give me- <laughs> well, not in my basement. Dude, in your own time. <laughs> trying to get it up right now.
2: Yes,
1: uh, it must be getting so many hits that... Uh, it's having trouble loading, John. Mm-hmm. Loading. While that's loading, let's see if there's any other TTN news. Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, with a straight face, Fox host agreed Bush administration never had a credibility crisis like Obama has. Really? We might have to play that video later. That's from our listener, Phil. Okay, here we go. Kids bop. Let's see if we can hear some of this. Hopefully there's not an ad. I didn't pre-screen this. Yeah. Yes, it's loading. Mm -hmm. It's loading. (laughs) Yeah. Here it comes. It's coming (laughs) now.
0: What do you got, dial up? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, this. You didn't not... pour
0: me any whiskey. Oh, did you
1: want some? I didn't know if you wanted any. Hey, you want some ice? <laughs> I, I can go get you some it's right really now. Ice. While this is loading up. Ice. Do you want me to get you some? Yeah. Are you Ready for yeah. some whiskey? Yeah, sure. All right, let me put this down because that'll give me an opportunity to get some more cheese. Punch
0: me in the fucking face. Why?
1: Why did my wife leave you enough? Well, she left it over
0: by the whiskey. Oh. <laughs> um. Hey, is that cheese for everyone?
3: Punch me in the fucking face! You mind your own fuckhole! What? I
0: like the cheese. Obviously. What is this, Eagle Rare?
3: What, what, what,
2: what? What, 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 what? What, what, I'm sorry! Yes, that's yes.
3: yes.
4: yeah. You like funny. That's funny. Stop funny. That's funny. some Only got 20
2: Stop it. Walk
4: up to the club like, "What up? I got a hit song. I'm
0: daddy?
2: so about some clothes from the secure? shop
4: Ice and orange, it's so so frosty. The people yes. like, Hey, the guy on the marquee. Yes. Yes. In super deep headed yes. to the mezzanine, yes. yes. dressed yes. in all pink, set my hair yes. shoes, the number make the next to me probably should Smells like my baseball
0: cleats. Yes, 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 yes. Hey, it was 99
1: cents.
0: How about that, John? It's great. I didn't know Arnold was in it.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, Arnold makes a surprise appearance. It's nowhere in the article either. I yeah. guess it's one
0: of those Easter egg things. I feel bad. I talked my wife into watching this Arnold Schwarzenegger movie last night. Which no, one? No, not last night. Sunday night. The Last Stand. I haven't seen that yet.
1: <laughs> Are you enjoying your cheese? I'm sorry, I'm eating cheese. Well hold on. We'll get to that in movies because we both saw a lot of movies, John. <laughs> I didn't see a lot. I
0: saw one. Oh, that's it? It's not it. Yeah. No, you saw two. You saw Superman. Oh right. Come right. on, man. I thought we talked about that already. Mm-mm.
1: No. Mm-mm. Come on, man. All right, so that wraps up T T N news, John. Um. Now moving on to more general news Yeah James Gandolfini I know He's on vacationing <gasps> in Europe In Italy and He just croaks Heart attack I was surprised to learn he was only what 51 or 52 Yeah I was surprised by that I thought he was older than that But they just flew his body back yesterday I think And Bill Clinton had to get involved Why? I don't know Something about oh, extra bodies And flying him into the states yeah yeah so the last time I saw James Gandolfini on the screen was in that shitty movie Uh, what was that movie called with Brad Pitt it was just
0: horrible what was which one horrible which one
1: um it was with Brad Pitt uh killing them softly killing them softly oh yeah yeah I talked about that on the show don't even get that on DVD it's so bad And I hope that wasn't his last work,
2: either.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about Gandolfini the other night. I had uh, two Mai Tais, and I was a little liquored up, and I couldn't go to sleep. My heart was like... (gasps) What's up with that? It's Um, like whenever I drink too much alcohol, I I have tachycardia. Yeah, that's because um,
1: there's a reason for that. We can look it up on the web. I'm no doctor, John, but I have the web. Yeah, It has something to do with dehydration, I believe. It usually happens the next day. Like if you get hung over and then the next day well, yeah, you have those things. Uh, but no. you're saying it happens yeah. right after you drink?
0: Yeah, I was laying in bed after, let's see, what night was it? I think it was the night we saw that watched the movie. Which, the Superman movie? No.
1: Uh, Already, they, uh, Arnold, Arnold. Uh, alright John moving on uh, Miami Heat they won the NBA championship that's two championships in a row for them two MVP trophies for LeBron did you watch any of those games John no game 6 San Antonio was up they could have clinched it in game 6 20 seconds left they were up by like 5 points
0: Miami tied it up won it no t. yeah you know I gotta tell you something Out of, uh, I think I'm I'm gonna be a regular hockey fan from now on Hold on, we're not done with. I love football, you know. But
2: (laughs) we'll get to the Hawks. (laughs) Oh, wait a minute,
0: we talking basketball? I love football. Yeah, and already people are saying,
1: "Yes, LeBron is way better than Jordan," uh, and they're coming up with these arguments that Jordan didn't have as good a. Jordan had better supporting cast than LeBron. La Le Jordan. La Jordan. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? Yeah, give me a break. He had Scottie Pippen, who is only only of the 50 greatest players because of Jordan. Yeah, you to drag him up and, else up and down did the he court. Have? Who else? Tell me. He had a bunch of role players. Horace, Horace, Horace the first Grant. Three. He had Rodman. The last three. Rodman was he was what an all star, right? I
3: talk about. Like, uh-huh. Uh,
1: Bill Cartwright. Is Rodman going to be a Hall of Famer? No. That's some bullshit. Dwayne Wade's going to be a Hall of Famer, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, And then they got the Bosch there, who didn't really have a good series, and Miami's looking to dump him. But, uh, oh, they got Ray Allen. He's going to be a a Hall of Famer. And Ray Allen is the one who saved LeBron's legacy with that three-pointer. Yeah. tell you that right now. All right, so... uh, that's exciting, and everybody's predicting the Bulls to be the contender next year. How about that, John? Wow! Because they so? figured Derrick Rose is going to come back, <laughs> and look how far the Bulls got this year. And then they'll have Derrick Rose, and they'll they'll be even better. I
0: thought he was. I thought he was the, the cheerleader, the cheerleader. Yes, he's actually going to be on the court next year. Oh, that's, that's in the chair well, with I, a suit on. I don't
1: want to, you know, speak too soon. Don't. Yeah. Got to make sure he's okay careful.
0: before he goes out on the court yeah. again. You know, I don't know, my name it's kind of, uh, you know, you know, it's kind of, how do you do it? <laughs> I don't know, you what know. do you mean, how do you, how do, you do it? How oh, is that your dare Rose? Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> you, you know, I don't know, am I doing it wrong?
1: Yeah, well, no. Not, it, no. I don't, who knows? I don't know. You know. All right, John, moving on. Blackhawks. Blackhawks.
0: Did you watch that game last night? Dude, I watched that game. I could oh, not. you did. I you was... posted on Facebook. You said, I yeah. think I pooped. I think I pooped myself. <laughs> yes. Got a lot of laughs. Actually, I, I wrote that right after the first goal when they tied it up. And then 17 seconds yeah. later,
1: they scored the winning goal.
0: Yeah, I just set my iPad down after typing that, and they scored. And I jumped up and... My wife jumped up and said, "I think I peed myself a little." Something like that. It's very
1: exciting, John. Very exciting. Yes. And uh, so, uh, for those of you who don't follow hockey, the Hawks uh, played Boston. They were they were up three to two. Uh, it was the third period. They were down uh, three to two in games. They were down two to one in goals. With like what a minute twenty yeah. left. And so what I was thinking, remember the Hawks game where they were beating, I think it was the Kings, and with 14 seconds left, the Kings scored to tie it, and then had to go in the OT. Yes. And I'm thinking, well, the Kings scored in 14 seconds, but the odds, somebody calculated yeah, the odds right. afterwards, and it was like uh, .001%. So I'm thinking, well, what are the odds would be if the Hawks scored with a minute 20 left? Well, they're going to pull their goalie, so they'll have another guy on the ice, The odds are probably better that Boston will score and then the Hawks score. How about that? Yeah. That
0: was crazy. Who would have even imagined
1: they would score 17 seconds later? I mean, I was thinking, okay, OT. I'm going to, I'm going to, I didn't get up and do anything, but I thought, okay, I'm going to, uh, during the the break, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Uh, but I kept watching. And then, was it 17? Am I exaggerating? Or was it 17 it was seconds 17 later? 17
0: seconds later after the tie after score. The,
1: after the tie score, yeah. they face it off. 17 seconds later, the Hawks score again. And there's like a minute or 50 seconds or whatever on the clock. Um, and they win the cup. Has there ever been a more dramatic turnaround? Well, you know, the Miami San Antonio series. Miami was up five with 20 seconds left. They won the fucking championship. And they blew it. Uh,
0: I think they're equivalent. Well, what? Wait, wait a minute. What was the the conference semifinals against uh, the Red Wings? Well, the Hawks were down three to one. Down three to one. Right? And They
1: came back and they won three straight and, and games. And they said,
0: "No way is it possible that they could possibly come back." No Who team said that. No team has ever. Holy Detroit twice. fans. Only twice in history has it ever happened that a team come back from a three to one deficit, and they spanked them.
1: It was very exciting. And then I was watching. Did you watch any of the post game? Yeah. And they showed. Uh, they had all these police downtown, and they tried to keep the streets open, but <laughs> the fans just overwhelmed them. Yeah. But they were well
0: behaved. Like they didn't. No, uh, they just smashed about fifty windows and walked they? on people's cars. Oh, I didn't hear any of that. Yeah, they arrested a bunch of people for dancing on people's cars. I remember when the Bulls won. I think the first, the first game, and then and, uh, and the first uh, championship. And my friend Kevin was living downtown, and he was telling me how he ran outside, and people are. Dunk, dunk, dunk. Walking over his car, and the hood's going, and he's like, "What the fuck? Get off of my car!" So he's standing out there with like a a, a hi hat stand, swinging it around. <laughs> he's a drummer. <laughs> you know him. Remember we, we we used to go to sound posts. Your dog jumped out the window once. Yeah, remember yeah. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that.
1: So I didn't hear any of those stories because when I was watching post game, there the the news people were saying. <laughs> Well, the police are being overwhelmed, but the crowd is behaving well, themselves. Well, for
0: the most part, there was some guy walking around with a baseball bat, smashing store windows in. See, what, what
2: they is... They got him on
0: video. What's up with that asshole? I don't know. Somebody should have fucking taken his ass out. I for still not fucking stand that. I don't under God, stand that. I would have ripped that bat out of his hand and clocked him in the fucking skull. Yeah. I mean, he ruins it for everybody. Yeah, everybody. Everybody. Ruins it for me, for you. Next year, they'll be out with the tasers. Don't <laughs> tase the shit out of you. <laughs> Get back on the sidewalk. No, but you can see that... <laughs> yeah. No, but they didn't... I guess a couple of cops got uh, bottles whipped at them. You know, what's up with that? What? What, you know, the cops aren't... You know, I don't know. You're just asking for it sometimes. I I hate when the cops, you know, go overboard and start spraying people in the fucking face and tasing them. But, you know, when you start whipping shit at cops, you're asking for trouble. I'm not going to stick up for you. I'm going to let them tase you. I might even grab a taser and tase you, too.
2: You
1: know, speaking of that, John, I saw Dumb and Dumber. Uh, (laughs) And you remember the scene Steve and TP Where the cop pulls him over (laughs) So Jim Carrey uh, Lloyd Christmas just pissed in a bunch of bottles Because he had to pee and they didn't want to stop A cop pulls him over Sees the open bottles And then takes a sip of piss And then lets him go That would never fucking In what reality In what fucking universe would that happen it's so unrealistic. <laughs> now the rest of the movie, John, that's very that's realistic. Yes,
0: it's a very good point, Scott. The
1: rest of the movie. But getting back to these cocksuckers who who walk on cars and break windows with bats, I'm watching that now. I'm at home. I'm by myself. Everybody's in bed. I'm watching the game, and and. One minute I'm thinking, okay, it's going to go game seven. I wonder if they're going to do all right. Then they score. Oh, it's going to go OT. Then they score again. Hey, they're going to win this thing. And I'm happy. I'm euphoric. Yeah. The thought never crosses my mind to pick up a baseball bat and start (laughs) bashing things.
0: Where the fuck does that come from? Some punk who probably wasn't even part of the group went ahead and oh this is my opportunity man was it a boston fan he was upset maybe they didn't say well i need to know maybe we can get
1: phil on it they didn't say the news he's a newsman he can chase that story down right (laughs) yeah how about that
0: how about that
1: so uh blackhawks two cups in the last four years
0: is it four yeah What's, uh, like I said, I think I might be, uh, become just a, I, I can't, I can't, you know, watching the sport and then how they behave afterwards where, um, no other sport do they shake hands and congratulate each other. Oh, that's gotta be awkward though. Like if you've been, um,
1: roughing up, you know, roughing <laughs> it up with some guy, the whole series, <laughs> You got to shake his to the hand. face, yeah. Especially after you lose, yeah. And you got to shake his hand. That'd be tough. I'd be able to do it though. Yeah, but I, you know, it's a, it's nice. It's a level of respect. Well, you they know? did it in NBA too. I mean, they no, shake, they, they hug. No, they don't. Yeah, they did.
0: Didn't you see the final game? No, I didn't see it. Well, they did that. They don't line up and shake and yeah, talk a little bit. They and- do. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah.
2: No.
0: I'll get you the tape. All right. You give me the tape.
1: (laughs) Now, Detroit didn't do it when the Bulls swept him. Remember? Detroit just walked off the court. Yeah. Yeah. That's because Isaiah Thomas is a punk. That's why. That's why he wasn't on the Olympic team. Because Jordan said it's either him or me. Right. It's, it. Yeah, and Chuck Daly was the coach. Isaiah Thomas's coach was the coach of the Olympic team. Jordan went to Daly and said, hey, it's him or me. You decide.
0: That's right, Scott. Show of hands, man. We know how Game 7 ends Wednesday night. Oh, this is 2012. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it together, John. Ugh. Uh, they always they always end the Stanley Cup series. Players from both teams line up at center ice to shake hands. Hockey is the only major team sport in which this ritual is always observed. Yeah, that's because in the NBA they don't
1: have ice. Okay, they have a court. <laughs> what does that have to do with you it? You said they line up in center ice. How do, how oh, are they supposed to line up on okay. center
0: ice? Center court it's a technicality. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Unreal It's a good point You might want to write this guy Hey, dummy Hey, dumbass No shit, Sherlock <laughs> Unless it's figure skating Yeah, I, I thought it was uh, I didn't like all the booing but, uh, And what do you think about Patrick Kane winning the uh, MVP? I thought Crawford should have got yeah. it But, you know, what do I know? Somebody said Rask. I'm like, wait a minute. Who? Rask. Who does he play for? Boston. (laughs) Why would he get it? They lost. He's right. He's the uh, goalie. He let up more goals than our guys. <laughs> right. so why wouldn't our guy I don't get know. it? I don't That's dumb. That Who said that? Facebook. They're dumb. You should <laughs> say, you're dumb. <laughs> you're dumb. So goddamn dumb. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, Ro- Crawford is like, you know, I mean, Kaner. Yeah, he got nine goals, but it's because somebody gave him the puck. He didn't, I don't know. It's hard to say, but he, he's a good shooter. He's a little guy. Good shooter, quick, gets in there. And he's American, John. He's from America. Yeah. That's right. One of Uh, the first
1: American non-goalies to win that award. How about that?
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah, Crawford really stepped up. I mean, you know what's amazing about Crawford? He gets shelled and lets five goals get past him. And then, of course, the other guy lets six goals go past him. But... When a soft goal gets past him, you know he he see him. He says "fuck" and that's it, and then he lets it go, and he gets ready for the next the next round. You know, right? He's like he Puts clears his it. head. That's it. What? Yeah. There's nothing I can do about it. Let's go. Yeah, I like that mentality. And they're all young, these Hawks.
1: All of them yeah. are young. So uh, this could be uh, the start of a dynasty there. Well, not
0: Hosa. Hosa's like 48 or something, right? Yeah, well, they can replace him, right? But the the core team... He's always uh, hurt, crying. Oh, <laughs> he's 34. He's like, uh, I can't taze. play 20 games.
1: How do you get yeah. T-O-E-W... Uh, how do you get Taze out of that? I don't know.
0: He's a Tazing. <laughs>
1: Pain. He's a taser zing, and uh, the Crawford there—he's a young guy too, right?
0: Yeah. It's funny they all grew. Did you beards. hear the, the announcer? I forget his name. John His voice was cracking through the whole thing. <laughs> it's going up against the boards, and he's like, "Oh, oh!" And that one doesn't go in.
1: Very exciting, John. Yeah, very exciting. And, uh,
0: oh, he catches oh, that wow. one right in the paraphernalia. It really pierced my eardrums there. <laughs> I'm very sorry. <laughs> All
1: right, uh, moving on. Unless you have anything else about the Blackhawks there, no, John?
0: No, no. Uh, moving great. on. Good good game. Great game. Great game. Excellent. Yeah. No, I was very satisfied. Uh, so, uh, satisfied. In,
1: in the two weeks that, that we had satisfied. Off, uh, I had a physical, very John. satisfied. I had my good annual job. physical. Your annual? Uh, yeah, my annual. Uh, I got some good news and bad news. The Uh-oh. good news is my physical went very well. Uh, the bad news is my doctor's leaving. He's he's. I'm with Advocate. He's leaving and oh. he's going
0: to North Shore. He's my doctor. <laughs> no. Why? Uh, we'll get to that. You don't so, want the big giant right. knuckles up your ass.
1: I got fortunate because um, I didn't even consider it at the time. I picked this doctor long before prostate exams were a, a part of my annual thing. The old Moon River. Yeah. And I was fortunate enough to have like a doctor who's 5'4 with very tiny hands. Unlike the stories you've told in yeah. the past where you got like a 6'4 Indian with uh, arthritis in his knuckles. Yeah, and
0: he's got hands like Shaq. He can palm <laughs> two basketballs in one hand. So this is a uh, TTN PSA. He can can palm a Volkswagen Beetle.
1: (laughs) That's how big his hand is. TTN PSA to all our younger listeners. When you do get older, you're going to have to get a prostate exam. So when you're picking a doctor, make sure you get a small statured doctor with small hands. Yeah.
0: Yes. So he could really dig in there because he can't reach your prostate. Well, here's the thing. So he's got to go full fist and then poke his finger out. Now, I've been going to this
1: guy for a couple of years, more than a couple of years, and I've had uh, more than a couple of these procedures, and they've always gone very smoothly, if you will, (laughs) Jeff. Chill out. In the past, he was always very heavy on the lube, and
0: that uh, cleanup is involved. Yeah, he gives you like a little tissue, and you're supposed to stand there in front of him and wipe your ass. So I would always go to the restroom
1: before I left and really clean up, you know? (laughs) I know, because it's a little greasy down there when you're walking over. But this time, I don't know if it was because (laughs) it was the last time
0: that he was going to see me. Oh, he had to make you pay. He He went dry.
1: Yeah, it was uh, not a lot. It was just enough lube to do the job, right? But like you said, he (laughs) I don't know, it was because of his small hand. He really had to fist me to. (laughs) <laughs> to tell me that my prostate Ow! was smooth. I mean, it was much more aggressive oh. than years past. And he said, stop whining.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, he did, you know, we had a long conversation about, I'm leaving, you're yeah. going to have to pick another doctor. Now, my wife goes to the same place, and she's already has this doctor she likes a lot, Dr. O'Connor. It's a woman. I'm like, hey, I'll just take Dr. O'Connor. It's a woman, for crying out loud. Yeah. Her hands have to be tiny, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. (laughs) I mentioned, yeah, I'm looking at, uh, I I think I'm going to go with Dr. O'Connor. Oh, yeah, she's great. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, she tried out for the WNBA and. uh,
0: Wow. (laughs) Yeah. She could palm a Volkswagen Beetle.
1: (laughs) Oh, excellent. That's what I need. So then the other thing that happened that was kind of awkward is, uh, so we're just talking, you know, um, and at one point, I don't know how this came up, but he said, Oh yeah, I've seen a lot of penises. Hey, you know what? That didn't come out right.
0: (laughs) 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 I'm going to miss my doctor. Yeah. I've tasted a lot of penis. (laughs) Wait a minute. Uh, I didn't mean that. Um, (laughs) no, I'm going to miss him. Yeah. Yeah, oh my doctor I told you the last time he shoved his finger up my ass and he's like did you feel any do you feel any pain or discomfort and I looked at him not
1: until your second knuckle
0: (laughs) 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 not right away but when that second knuckle pops in there a little bit I looked at him I go really he goes "I I know never mind Awkward. Is he is he t- is he asking you that while he has his finger no, up your ass, or no. oh, what afterwards. he's done right. wiping his shit on my shirt, my shit on my shirt? Does your doctor narrate? My doctor narrates. <laughs> What do you mean? Narrates.
1: Okay, uh, three, two, one. Here we go. Just relax. All right. Oh yeah, it's very smooth. Very smooth. Mm-hmm. Coming out. All right. There we go. <laughs> no, We're he doesn't done. do
0: all that. He says. <laughs> he says. Uh, okay. Um, uh, drop your pants. How far? To just drop your pants. You know. Bend over. You're gonna feel a little discomfort. Oh! <laughs> Uh, okay, did you feel any pain or any discomfort? Uh, what? Yes. Uh, you know what I mean. I guess not. I don't know. You tell me. You're the doctor. You're supposed to tell me what the fuck's wrong.
2: Don't be ridiculous.
1: Oh, you know, John, I I may not want to go with Dr. O'Connor. Uh, this just occurred to me. Yeah. If you have a female doctor, they have to have a witness in the room. Oh.
3: Stop being such a pussy.
1: Are you sure? Yes, because before I had this latest doctor, I had a female doctor. Yeah. And um, every time a hernia or the prostate, she had to have a witness come in the room. I thought that was just for kids. No, no, no. Well, maybe. I can ask. This was years ago. How old were you? Um, 17? No. I was like in my 30s. Oh. Maybe early 40s. That never you, happened to me. You get your me. prostate when you're 40s, right? You start to get yeah, the prostate? Yeah,
0: but I, I had a full physical before I started my job, and, and uh, it was a chick, and she fondled my nuts and everything. There was nobody else in the room.
1: Well, this doctor.
0: Unless it was there's some doctor. new protocol.
1: Yeah. Uh, Iranian. Very attractive. <laughs> did you sport uh did you pitch a tent i didn't because i i'll tell you after the show. Oh! <laughs> so um <laughs> <laughs> so right i'm like all right all right she tells me about the hernia thing and she's like well i'm gonna have to get a witness in here what really okay so, I'm going to grab a nurse. I'm like, all right, two women. This is going to be hot. Nice. I'm going to write Penthouse after this. And she brings this uh, nurse in, like the 6'4 Russian nurse. Wait, and so no. the nurse stands in the corner, and the, the look on the nurse's face was like, oh my God, this is so awkward. I, they didn't tell me when I signed up to be a nurse <laughs> that I would have oh, yeah. to witness this. Um,. So she did the hernia, and then the, the other thing she did that it was totally emasculating is, you know, like when I'm with a male doctor. Did one of them say,
2: it's showtime. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when I'm with a male doctor, yeah. they're like, okay, you know, stand up, drop the drawers, spread them. It's like a, right. uh, when the cops frisk you, right? Yeah. With this woman doctor, she's like, "Okay, lie in the fetal position on the." On oh the- right,
0: they really make what? you feel- suck really? your thumb. <laughs> put your thumb in your mouth,
2: and you're like, <laughs> "What
1: the fuck did I do wrong?" <laughs> so imagine that, you TTN youngsters yeah. out there. Uh, you might want to stay away from the women uh, positions because they'll make you lie in the fetal position, and you may have to right. have a witness watch this. It's <laughs>
0: not cool. It's not cool. Oh, at my all. doctor usually says, "Bend over." Whatever your name is, get ready for the big surprise. <laughs> 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 yeah, I say. Take it back. That's right. Yes, but uh, the giant went well. fingers. Um,
1: what I forgot, you know, the the it's a fasting thing, so I didn't yeah. eat. Right. But what I forgot is they want piss. I forgot about that. So when I woke up, I you pissed. I pissed. Right. And then when I'm there. I'm, they, they don't.
0: Like, they don't want that piss. They don't want the morning piss. Why not? Because it's it's so concentrated. Well, then
1: and, I said, Hey, you got to get me some water, or I'm not going to be able to piss here. <laughs> <laughs> so the nurse he gave you running Look, back and forth giving me like five glasses of water. Hurry up. <laughs> Keep the water coming. Yeah, but everything Anything went well. I didn't hear back from them and and I forgot to ask, but I think that's good news, right?
0: They only get yeah. back to you if there's something wrong, right? Right. Right. And actually my doctor always asked me to uh either come in or give him a call in a couple of days. To go
1: over my results. Oh, I don't get that. I say they say uh, if you don't hear from us, that's good news. Yeah. Right on, man. So I haven't heard from them. Maybe they been trying to get a hold of me. Maybe I gave them the wrong phone number. <laughs> Maybe like you need to get in right away, dude. <laughs> yeah, like Rick.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> Who knows? I'll find out on the way home. Maybe. Oh, man. so the other thing is uh, next year, John. You and I both turn the big five zero. That's right. And the doc said, okay, next year, you know, uh, you got the prostate, but they're also going to do the, the colonoscopy. colonoscopy. Yeah, so he we went into that. But the good news here, John, in the past, they used to not put you under for that.
0: Right. But he My, said, now they put you under. <laughs> I know. My dad told me about his. He's like, yeah, when he hit 50 or whatever. He goes, so, yeah, I went in for the colonos- colonostomy is what he calls it colonostomy not colonoscopy colonostomy i'm like yeah he goes yeah and they they give you like a a, a valium and you lay there and the doc says okay i gotta turn the scope a little bit uh you might feel a little discomfort and he goes so i'm laying there and all of a sudden whoa like what the fuck are you doing doc turn it making a u-turn with a cadillac (laughs) <laughs> that's how my dad described it
1: well yeah I guess it was it was pretty awful and uh what my doc said was that uh the greater percentage of issues are right in the colon like right there like yeah. within four inches but they they have to go deeper they figured out they have to go deeper and then they go deeper it, they, they shove a camera up your ass yeah, right that's right. what they do yep yeah. So they put you under now. So the the good news is they put you under. The bad news is well, you got to schedule this thing, and then you yeah. have to have somebody drive you home. Right. And I'm like, hey, that's a day off of work. Hey, right.
0: What's the What's the downside there? No, my son's had it already. He's had one. Wow. Why did your son have to have? Ah, uh, he was having some issues, and he had some fissures. Fissures. Right. Right. Um. So they. Uh, They checked him out just to be sure. They put him under, right? Yeah. He was freaking out. I said, listen, they're going to put an IV in you. Here's a story about me. Listen. I was eight years old, and I had a hernia operation. Hernia. Hernia. And uh, the guy, they wheel me in the room, and they have the IV in already. And you can't even feel it. It goes in it feels like a little pinch. So don't even look when they do it. Then you won't even. And Exhale. So they say, okay, we're going to put it in. You go, and, and then out. it's done. You're done. So then they wheeled me down to the room, and I remember there was a uh, an Oriental guy, Asian. Did you general. say Oriental? Orientals are rugs. <laughs> <laughs> Asians are people. Sorry, Asian <laughs> guy, Chinese, something like that. I remember asking him, "Hey man, do you know karate?" <laughs> <laughs> is that good? Eight-year-old stereotype. Are you a ninja? Yeah. He's like, no. Uh, and he was the anesthesiologist. He says, listen, I need you to start counting backwards from 100. I'm telling my son this story. I said, I went, 100, not... I was out like that. Next thing I know, I'm waking up uh, Like like one second went by really I said yeah you won't even know it it's amazing it's amazing so he went and did it he comes home I said well what happened he goes dad it was exactly like you said it I go really you had a Chinese guy and you asked him if you knew karate no it was like one second not even one second it was so fast So now he's not too anxious about doctors and all that, which is good. Um, I was anxious, though, with my gallbladder, only because they tell you (laughs) you you may die (laughs) while you're under anesthesia. I think they have to do that now. And that's what I said. I'm like, do you really got to tell me that? And they said, well we have to it's it's the law or whatever we have to let you know what all the risks are in case something does it's not gonna happen but we have to have it in writing and you gotta sign off on it so i I was really concerned about that that was my consultation the day i met you at fat mustards and then i had to drive there and the chick told me all about it i'm like what
1: well, you, you and I you know. both listen to Steve Dahl. Remember that guy They who was like, um, yeah. Uh, he went in for appendicitis. Yeah. Was, uh, and they were telling him, don't worry about it. It's appendicitis. It's you're in and out. And he died under anesthesia. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shit, this shit happens. Any medical intervention is a risk. Yeah. That's why you try to eat right, stay active, and not have medical interventions. That's why. Because they're all a fucking risk. <laughs> You're going to have them, man. Don't worry. Don't you worry, my friend. I've had them because I've broken my ankle or <laughs> whatever. So I'm very fortunate well, You had a so hernia on your nutsack. Where did that come from? Yes, that's true. That's because I'm... <clears throat> I was lifting so much weight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, your, My abdomen couldn't handle your it. Your schwanz is
0: so big to shreds. You, you couldn't pick it up and it blew out your intestines into your nutsack. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. Oh, I mean, look at uh, how healthy Rick is and then the guy I work with, the guy's uh 3rd, 4th, 5th, and black belt in taekwondo. He does finger push-ups, you know, uh, runs, and he's in the middle of playing a softball game. He doesn't smoke, drink, do drugs, and he has a grabber. Genetics. Yeah. He
1: lost the genetic lottery. <laughs> and that's the other thing. You don't know. You just
0: don't know. Yeah, if you... if you, Right. Right.
1: So if you got the good genes, you can fuck it up with bad um, um, lifestyle. But if you got the bad genes, no matter how good your lifestyle is, you're
2: fucked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Don't tell me that, man. I'm starting to get palpitations. Why do you have bad genes? No, I don't don't think so. I don't know. It's hard to tell because I don't don't know know my father's side. I don't know my father's side either. (laughs) I have no idea. My mother's side, all well, my my grandmother lived till she was like 91 and her sister 90s, the the all the Irish side lived forever. Right. The other side though, my grandfather on my mom's side, he died young with liver cancer. Well, my um maternal side,
1: my grandmother lived into her late 80s and smoked Like four packs a day since she was 12. And drank a case of beer every day since she was 20. And she lived to her late 80s. So I got the good hardy genes on on the one end, but I have no idea about my father's side. None. I do know this. My father is still alive. Oh. So
0: that's good news, right? Here we go. Some signs of... Some most common symptoms of liver cancer are ready, Scott. Mm-hmm. Weight loss without trying, loss of appetite, feeling very full after a small meal. So so far,
1: you're two for two, man. I'm, I'm, you are not. You do not have liver
0: cancer. Three for three.
1: I can. What's the third one?
0: It's eating, feeling full after a small meal. <laughs>
1: you are three for three three dude. for three hey if any one of those if you if any of those happen to you you gotta go right to your yeah. doctor
0: yeah. Say, hey man check out my liver dude i go right to my doctor if my nose itches what are you talking about <laughs> do you i'm i'm insane i feel a pain in my leg and i'm like oh honey what do you think it is you think it's a blood clot it's called a hypochondria she's like shut the hell up so you're still doing the Xanax? Oh yeah. All right. Well, let's. To this sleep. is nice, This is a nice segue. Mostly to sleep. Is, well, why don't you smoke weed to sleep? No, I, I can't, I can't. I can't. I got kids, man. I can't be doing that. What do you mean? You, you put the kids
1: to bed. You smoke. Uh, you take one, two hits. It's not like you have to smoke the whole
0: joint. I don't even know where to get that stuff. I can hook you up. <laughs> Are you sure you want to say this? You're not going to be calling me tomorrow. I'll go, hey, um, no, I heard. <laughs> hey, uh,
1: Section 142. I I heard from somebody. Uh, this the, no, it's legitimate. It's medical marijuana, John. <laughs> That's what I meant. All right. So anyway, um, Xan. Well, uh, it's a nice segue. So you had a gig, John? Right? Yeah. You had a gig on uh, Saturday? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it was the Hawks game. Five, Yeah. Yeah. Hawks game five at the big and tap. Yep. John has a gig. Do you have to take Xanax
0: for that gig? I did. Um, here's what happens to me. And it's probably maybe, maybe, maybe one of our listeners who's, who has post-traumatic stress syndrome or something can tell us about it. Uh, I've talked to some people that have, that also are on Xanax. Uh, if there's a lot of overwhelming noise or sound, sensory information. Yeah, it just it, it overwhelms me and I, I get a little. Uh, it could be anything. Sound, up. sight, like lights, yeah. right? There's lights, yeah. there's flashing lights. Yeah, it, it, most people notice at work I have. I haven't lately. I've been leaving all my lights on, but I usually just have a desk lamp. I don't like lights either. Yeah, they just... Oh God, they uh, they kill me. But uh, lately, I've had them all on. So you know, some things seem to be getting better. I'm not as anxious at work anymore as I used to be. Like this week, it's the end of the month. You know, it's 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 a very stressful time. It's the end of the half. It's the end of the quarter. It's there's a lot on, at stake. The company's up for sale, possibly. So there's a lot riding on, on delivery, and I'm like, kind of like, yeah, whatever. And I'll explain that after the show. Yeah, whatever. <clears throat> so you know, it's uh, it's a lot less. But sleeping, I have trouble. You know, um, what is it about sleeping? I don't know. I don't know what it is. Well, I got a story for you, John.
1: I have a uh, relative. Now, in the past, I've I've come down on chiropractors. I have bad dreams. Really? You have
0: nightmares? Yeah. About what? It's just weird shit. Like, the one night I woke up, because uh, I went to the practice place, and... Where we practice, uh, this very nice lady lets us use her basement of her hair salon, all right? But she had recently foreclosed on her house and moved out, and she's in an apartment or something now. So almost all of her stuff is down there. And it's pretty cramped. And with all the rain we've been getting, uh, I had a dream... Well, first of all, I had a dream that I I went there and uh, somebody had been using my drum set and they fucked it all up and they repainted it with like nail polish or something to make it copper colored and I got pissed off at Tommy about it and we started having a shoving match and we were about to fight and then something woke me up. So I I got up, I took a piss, I came back to bed and I started dreaming, continuing the dream. But now I'm at home with my drum set trying to repair it and put new uh, wraps on it, realizing that the basement had flooded over there. And that's why it got all fucked up. And now the drums, they're not holding their shape. So as I'm putting the wrap around it, they're kind of, you know, they're they're just just folding up and you know what i mean they're like uh liquid almost i can't get the shit around them i don't it, know it's it, frustrating yeah i'm having this weird you know and in the in the i was so pissed off at tommy in this dream i wanted to punch his skull in uh and he went right at me too that skinny little guy he 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 didn't back down you know, I remember, like, Phil was there and Julie the singer. So when I woke up, I was very anxious, you know, and I thought, you know, fuck it, I'm not going to tank anything. It's 3 in the morning. It's going to make me, like, hungover. So I'm just going to figure out whatever I got to do and lay here. If I have to open up my iPad or something and read or whatever. And I just kind of laid there and fell back to sleep. Of course, then I started redreaming dreaming and inserting new things maybe it was the gig coming up or something i don't know what let me ask you this yeah
1: so you you're uh when you do wake up you got to take the cpap off right yeah Yeah. and then you search your you look at your ipad and then you put the cpap on yeah when do you make the decision okay i need to put the cpap back on because i'm going to go to sleep
0: when i catch myself dropping my ipad on the floor (laughs) (laughs) all right very good yeah all right, so let me ask you this. Yeah. Actually, I
1: don't have anything to ask. All it. right.
0: <laughs> Very good, man. What is wrong with your mind? You know, see that? That's yeah. I'm I'm moving on, John. I'm moving on. You got so, that healthy body, but the brain, the blame. We're gonna
1: talk about sleep problems. So, yeah. uh, th- there's one specific chiropractor that I've gone after and I've talked about on the show in the past. And I, and I still think this guy is fucking insane. Yeah. I think he's out of his mind. He's, I don't know if you know this, John, but there's two types of chiropractors. There's a mixer and then there's the, uh, right. straight. The straight believes in the original theory of chiropractic, which is I just have to manipulate your spine and I can get rid of any disease that you have. So if you have AIDS or HIV, I can just touch your spine in the spot and you, you get rid of that. A mixer is like, yeah, that's all bullshit. We're more proactive. We're more into muscle and, and actual, what I believe is like the study of the human body, where they can actually provide some benefit, where the, the straight, I think, is completely Yeah, help insane.
0: increase your range of motion. Right, and, right,
1: stuff like that. But like, I got to uh, say,
0: I went to a chiropractor, and I wasn't sick the whole year. Don't know what it was. Placebo, Whatever.
1: Uh, well, why don't you test that theory and find a chiropractor no, and go for no, another no. year?
0: No, because my friend's brother just recently, about uh, two months ago, had a stroke from just turning his neck really fast. He tore a um, he tore some sort of artery in his neck or a vein. I don't know which, and um, and he just started having uh, vertigo. And throwing up, and he couldn't stand up, and he had enough sense to call nine one one, and uh, they determined right then and there he was having a stroke, and they administered whatever they got to do um, to help him out, got him to the hospital, and now he's rehabilitating. He's you know learning to walk again and all that stuff. I guess he's doing pretty good, um, pretty well, yeah doing pretty well. And what does that have to do with
1: you not going to a chiropractor? Well, because they manipulate your neck, right? They could. Well, that's the um, that's the the straight. Does that? Does the mixer do that? The yeah. straight would do that. Uh, yeah. whoa, because whoa. the straight doesn't believe in germ theory. The straight believes they can just crick your neck or whatever they do to your neck, and you'll get rid of AIDS, which is is fucking like magic. It's insane, right? So this chiropractor that we've talked about in the past, he's a straight, and I think he's totally fucking insane. And not only that, I saw a video of him with a woman with her uh, infant that had colic sitting in her lap, and he magically cured her colic with subligation, or whatever the fuck Subluxation. Whatever. And it's so goddamn creepy, this video. It's so creepy. I'll send it to you. Yeah. Anyway. My daughter goes. My relative went to this guy, and he's like, hey, I can't sleep. And the doctors prescribed Ambien. And the Ambien worked, and then it started not to work, and I couldn't sleep again. And the doctor said, well, just up your dose of Ambien. And the chiropractor said, fuck the Ambien. Just smoke some weed. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you got to do. That's it. Michael said, and who knows? Maybe it's the, plevo, ple, ple, the
0: placebo... Placebo? The placebo Yeah.
1: I don't know. But he smoked some weed, and now he doesn't even have to smoke weed anymore. He's good to go. He sleeps well. No problems. And he said, I don't have to yeah. smoke the whole joint. I just did like one or two hits, and I'm good. I went to sleep.
0: Here, so check this out. The word stroke... Conjures images of a bolt out of the blue. No one ever imagines that they will have a stroke, much less that it might happen as a result of a chiropractic treatment for neck pain. But it does. It does, yeah, and it happens a lot. Just ask Sandra Nettie, a woman from Edmonton, Canada, who was seeing her chiropractor for preventative treatment. According to a recent story, she suffered a severe brain stem stroke as a result of a neck adjustment by her chiropractor.
1: Oh, it happens oh. all the time.
0: Oh, here's Well, uh, It is common for people to experience dizziness when they look upward, tipping uh, by their neck backwards. For example, an elderly woman may feel lightheaded as she reclines in the sink at a beauty parlor. As the hairdresser applies the mysterious blue tint, the blood vessels in the woman's neck may become pinched and she may feel dizzy or on rare occasions pass out. You know, I notice that, too. Uh, looking up at work in the racks, a couple times I've had to kind of grab the, uh, grab the forklift because I was like, whoa, wonder if I got that going on. How about that? Yeah.
1: All right. So getting back to the chiropractor. Yeah. I so was, I still I was... think this guy is insane, but he does give good advice. How often he gives good advice? What is it? One in 10, one in a hundred? I don't know. But uh, I thought that was good advice. Get off the prescription, the Ambien. You have trouble sleeping. Smoke a little weed, and you're good to go. Yeah, I don't believe in that Ambien.
0: But you believe in Xanax? Yeah, you gotta. You try one, you'll be believing in it too, my friend. <laughs> Maybe I'll just do half a Xanax. What's the difference that or THC? I mean, <laughs> trade one for another.
1: Well, you have to hook me up with half. Half
0: a Xanax. I hooked Julie up with half the last gig we did, and she uh, straightened her out really good. Before the gig? Yeah, she was she was having uh, pulmonary ventricle con- tr- contractions. <laughs>
1: what the fuck are those? The
0: PVC's. It's like a hiccup in your heart where it's going... Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. I've had those.
0: It skips a beat? Yeah. And normally, people don't notice them. But when you do, then you start... Then you freak out. And then you start freaking out. You're like, hey, what did, the what fuck is that?
1: I used to have those uh, maybe a year or two years ago when I started, uh, maybe a year ago, when I started working out again. Yeah. So what you do is you take your pulse, like you work out, and you take your pulse and you time it for 10 sec- or six seconds and you times it by 10 to get your heart rate. So I would do that, and I would notice that my heart would skip a beat, yeah. and that freaked me the fuck <laughs> out. But then I thought, well, if I didn't check my pulse, I wouldn't know my heart skipped a beat. How long has my heart been skipping a beat?
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. And because of that, I went to the emergency room one morning. Uh, and they they said, yeah, yeah, we see it. See, And I go, there it is again. And they go, yeah, we can see it. Yeah, that's nothing we can do about it. And that's when they decided for me to take a stress test, and they sent me home with a heart halter. Halter, it's a monitor that uh, r- records your your heart activity for uh, twenty four hours. And uh, um, <laughs> I told you the story right when the lady was putting it on me. She's plugging so. it in. I go, like that. Oh, you scared the <laughs> hell out of me. <laughs> and my wife's like, oh, Jesus. Always the comedian. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's good times. Yeah. All right, John. Um, moving on then. I always right? worry I'm going to be like drop over at Walmart or something, you know, you know. Oh, that would be the worst. embarrassing. You
1: know what would be the worst? The worst story I've ever heard is a guy who was... um, He was an elephant... um, Not a trainer. An elephant guardian. An elephant janitor. (laughs) Okay. He he was at a zoo, and he's cleaning up the elephant whatever. And the elephant... Uh, had some sort of a gastro, what do you call that? Gastrointestinal. Intestinal intestinal issue. Yeah. And he like blasted diarrhea and it hit the guy and he smacked into the wall so hard he knocked unconscious and then he drowned in the elephant (laughs) diarrhea. (laughs) I mean, that's the worst way to go,
0: isn't it? That is the worst. I know, but you're not going to think of that. You know, it's You're not gonna think of that. Yeah. It's just gonna happen
1: and you're gonna be like, You're not gonna oh, be walking geez. through Walmart
0: and go, Boy, I hope a
1: giant elephant does not shit well, on hold me. Hold on, hold on. I mean if you, there is a heaven and you go to heaven, yeah,
0: you're gonna be you got known a great as the guy. Story. <laughs> you got a great
1: story. <laughs> how did you get here? Oh,
0: wait till you hear this. <laughs> sit down. You got a beer? All right. This story is great. We should start a podcast do so, shit stories. This right. is
1: actually a very interesting story. Yeah, didn't somebody say less <laughs> shit stories, but Lori said more? Um, maybe we can get the Lord involved somehow or Satan. <laughs> but um, the worst I would think the worst would be eaten alive. Like there was a, a story a couple of years ago about uh, a daughter who had a cell phone and the mama grizzly, like, injured her. And then she brought her baby grizzlies over to devour her. <laughs> and she called her mom and said, I'm being eaten by grizzly bears. And they found her, like, you know, whatever remains of her were left. That would be the fucking yeah. worst Ooh, call. That would be the worst Ooh, call I'd ever get. Fire? Right. Would be bad. Yeah, a lot of people say plane crash. I don't think that would be. I think that would be pretty cool, depending on the plane crash. Like, let's say you're at thirty thousand feet, right? <laughs> it's a while before you hit the ground, right? It's a and what a fucking thrill ride! I mean, oh how, my god! Right? Come on! <laughs> ah! <laughs> and to see everybody else react to yeah. plummeting from thirty thousand feet, that would be. I don't think that would be bad as fire being eaten alive or being shit on. Well, you know, the guy who was shit on, he got shit on, knocked unconscious. So he didn't know what the fuck was going on. Right. So to him, it was just being knocked out, but then drowning in shit.
0: So that's more of a... And you know somebody had to come by and say...
1: That is one big pile of shit.
0: You know? (laughs) And then somebody else said,
1: hey, I think there's a guy under that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right, so moving on, Sean. Yeah. Uh, we are talking about your gig, weren't we?
2: 10 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
1: We get off into tangents, don't we? Yes. So your gig, you had a gig at the Beacon. Yeah. I uh, showed yeah. up at 8 o'clock. We got more gigs. More gigs, and we'll talk about that soon, Sean. I'm excited about that. <laughs> so I showed up at 8 o'clock. <laughs> I appreciate that. I helped uh, bring stuff in. Yeah. But we had to wait because it was the Blackhawks game six. And what happened with management?
0: Management said... Oh, they're like, uh, <laughs> well, first of all, I'm sitting there and I see Bob, the sound guy, show up. And I'm like, oh, Phil, we got to tell him not to unload. So we run out there and, Bob, don't unload. It's They're not letting us in until the game's over. And he goes, hey, look... Listen. I was told 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock loaded. I, I'm loading in. It's 8 o'clock. <laughs> okay. So he's, he just piles it up Outside. next to the fence, and he stands there. And he sits on it. And I he saw sits I'm on sitting it. on he it. He sits on it. And, you know, Tommy, he, sh- he always shows up late. He either comes in really early, like 4 o'clock to set everything up, or he shows up, and then he shows up late. Or he shows up late. He says, be there at 8, and then he shows up at 8.30. And um, I said, hey, they're not letting us load in. Uh, there's people sitting there. So I don't know what the deal is. But he set up the gig, so I, I wasn't going to go ruffle ruffle any feathers. So he goes and talks to the manager and says, hey, yeah, I was told we were loading in at 8. Uh, what's going on? Hey, look. Listen. Listen. You you can load in after the game. So he comes back. I don't know, man. I guess it's after the game. I said, okay, well, that's fine. Whatever. I don't think we're going to make any money. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe we could pass the hat or something. I don't know. Um, so he really doesn't have much of an action plan. <laughs> in case any of these situations arise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um... We did finally get to set up, right, Uh, around around 10 o'clock, and I was ready in, like, 20 minutes. Phil was ready, Uh, everything was set up, and Tommy was still fucking setting up. The guy's got two little amps and three guitars he brings, and he's tuning and doing his hair, and I don't know what the fuck he's doing taking so long. I did notice his hairstyle
1: changed from when he walked in to when he was on stage. I didn't make that observation, John.
0: I'm like, for the love of fucking Job, it's the Beacon Tap, for Christ's sake! Right on. So... But he did play very well. Um... However, uh, in rehearsal, uh, we go through the set list and, you know, we're like, well, we got, we got enough songs to do three sets. I kid, I kid you not, Scott. I think we played, we played for two hours cause I don't know when you left, but we played from about 11 something to, I think 11 to midnight, let's say, or twelve fifteen. we took a break, and I said, you know what? Let's just get back up there, because they're going to close soon. And uh, we played, like, another 40 minutes. I think we played, like eight songs because Tommy was playing like four minute guitar solos <laughs> in every song and Julie is the one who winds everybody up to tell them we're finishing the song and he's not paying attention he's just over there while Phil and are and Julie's swinging her hand over her head and we don't know what to do. Swinging her hand over her head, like yeah, do she does like this lasso thing over her head, which means like, let's reel it in, cut it short. She should do the fishing motion. Yeah, yeah, like something reel like it in. that. Yeah. Well, I thought maybe she should hit Tommy with a mic stand
1: <laughs> or a two by four, yeah, something like that. <laughs> or she could
0: say this, John. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> But you're, you're right the there.
1: Unfuck yourself, or I will unscrew your head and shit down your neck. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> your timing. <laughs> so. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. So we, you know, we finally got to playing and. Um, I was a little rusty at first. I wasn't feeling it, you know. Um, I gotta hand hand it to Phil, man. He was solid. I mean, he we is all, Phil ever not solid, uh, dude? Dude, the guy is like, it's like, man. I wish I could play with him in every band, and he'd be the bass player because it just seems like we oh, know. Thanks, man. Well, dude, you don't want to do it. <laughs> I would love to play with you, but you don't want to do it, man. You, you get no, to this point where it was it's a
1: hypothetical, John. It was a hypothetical, <laughs> oh, okay. and you pick Phil as your bass player of all time. Now, I understand. Oh, that's under- oh, understandable. Jesus I'll Christ! Give you that because Phil, I mean, he's sol- like you said, he's solid. He will not fuck up. And I'm a. I will, well, no, I mean, I'll no, no,
0: up. no, he fucks up he fucks up it's about recovery and uh your fuck ups are are pretty funny most of the time too
2: <laughs> there's a humor uh, effect like
0: when Phil fucks up he kicks one leg out to let everybody know you know like when you go my bad he'll kick a leg out and uh yeah I f- everybody fucks up um his recovery's really good but the thing is um <laughs> it's just like when we play together he 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 knows what I'm playing, I know what he's playing. Like he can sense by knowing how I play, what kind of fill I go into and how I'm going to end it, and then he'll hit it with an accent on the bass. And there'll be times when I I can hear him approaching a run and then I come in with a roll to complement his run and we end together. So it sounds really tight. You yeah, know, we, there ne- was a- we never had that. Yeah, we did. Did we? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, we so. did. Sure, we did. There was times when we totally had it, without a doubt. So, uh, like uh, working man, for example, <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, that one—that was—that was a gem. Yeah. Um. Uh. So you know, it's great. I mean, you, you got that, and Julie says she loves that part of it because now she's developed this level of trust. And, uh, you know, actors talk about this in, in movies. You know, they have to develop this level of trust that the director knows what the fuck he's doing. And when she feels that the rhythm section is there and knows what they're doing, she's a lot more comfortable. You know, she doesn't stress out more about... confident. Yeah. So she can focus on what she's yeah. doing. Right. <laughs> but, so, w- we call out the last song, and it's... Uh, it's um, Every breath you take. I don't know why we end on that, but whatever. So, they decided to do that one. We play the song, and Tommy forgets the whole, um, not second verse, but it's like a it's like a pre-bridge to the to the chorus. And he forgets that whole part and jumps right into um this this big you know the the actual chorus and then into the big part where it's uh, a lot of keyboards and shit. And Julie's arguing with him on the stage, and he's like, no, no, you don't know. It was a, it was a Rick and Scott moment like we did in uh, <laughs> the Wabash Tap. And they're literally arguing on stage, and Phil and I are figuring out, okay, we just are going to go with it. So we keep playing, and we end the song, and Tommy realizes he missed the whole part of the song. So for that, I made him play uh, the Brian Adams song, Somebody, and he had to sing it. And it, it, it turned out all right. So we got another gig out of it because the the manager from the bar down the street came over to see us. Which bar down the street? Excuses. Ex- where was
1: that? They used to be Radishes. Oh, right, right. So down the street west. Right. Because you have another gig at the um, down the street South north. north at what is that place called? Uh, Lee Street Sports Bar. All right, so let's call out your gigs here. Lee Street Sports Bar, what date is
0: that? Hold on a second. <laughs> so we have, we have, uh, we might be playing at the Palatine Fest July 5th at 1 o'clock. Palatine Fest? Yes. July 5th,
1: 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock.
0: It's not confirmed yet. We're waiting to hear if. How did cancel- you get that gig? Well, there was a cancellation from another band that Tommy subs with sometimes. Uh, I so see. The so lady- Tommy said, "Hey, I got this other band. Yeah. We could play." So uh, that might be happening. Then we're playing at uh, Excuses on the twenty seventh of July. Excuses, yes. Twenty seventh, and that's a Saturday. Yes. Saturday, July 27th. And then we're at the Lee Street Sports Bar on August 16th. August 16th. Yes. And then we're back at the Beacon in September. We don't have that date Back yet. at the Beacon? How'd you get that kick? They, she said you guys were awesome. Uh, Who's she? The, the manager. Who's the manager? Joe. The bartender? Yeah. She's the manager? With the red hair, yeah. With the red hair. Yeah, Brian and I both wore her dress for Halloween. Brian wore it for the Knob Rocks Halloween gig, and then I wore it to work. Joe, the manager. She's got red hair, glasses. Was she there that night? Heavy set, yeah. And she was the
1: bartender? Yeah.
0: Was she the bartender? One of them. Okay.
1: Uh, She's the worst fucking bartender on the planet. Okay. Let me tell you that right now. I'm glad you got this other gig. (laughs) All right, so let before we get to that, August sixteenth, Lee Street Sports Bar. Yeah, July twenty seventh, Excuses. Yeah, possibly Palatine. What now? Fest. Palatine Fest. Well, no, it's not
0: called that. Yeah, I think it is called that. Palatine Palatine
1: Palatine Fest, July fifth, ten o'clock, and then sometime Beacon September. Yeah, so when so I show up uh, at the Beacon, I got I think I got there before you, yeah, and we're chilling out watching the Hawks game, and uh, I go to the bar and I'm fucking standing there, and I don't know if it's the it's the same person we're talking about, but I'm like this is the fucking worst bartender on the planet because <laughs> she's not she doesn't even fucking acknowledge that I'm there, and she I understand you're working on other drinks right waitresses come Mm -hmm, up with other mm -hmm, drinks mm -hmm. I guess my expectation is hey I'll be with you in a second great nothing I get nothing nothing so then I walk outside maybe the outside bar is open outside bar is not open what the fuck happened to this place so I gotta go back in and I'm standing there and it's not like anybody else is there I'm standing there right so she gets done with all this shit And then, she's just standing there. And I have to initiate. I'm the guy who has to initiate. Hey! uh, hey, uh, just wondering, you know, if you have Knob Creek. No, we don't have that. Okay, um, I guess I'll just have a, uh, give me a light. Alright, do you want the special? Oh! I don't know, what's,
0: what's the special? It's, I piss in a glass and you drink it. I give you this
1: mini pitcher; it's like four bucks, or I give you the the twelve ounce draft; it's like three fifty. Which one do you want? I'm just give me the glass because I, I want to fucking get out of this fucking exchange. I'm being driven insane by a bartender <laughs> who doesn't want to do their job. Who's so dumb? <laughs> so then I I'm so, I'm just so relieved yeah. to get my drink and leave. And then I got to go back up there. I'm like fuck. And then I said, uh, she poured, uh, somebody asked for Bud Light, and she poured Miller Light. And she went to give them the mini picture of Miller Light. And they're like, oh, yeah, I didn't want Miller Light, okay? I wanted Bud Light, you fucking dumbass. And then she's going to dump it. <laughs> I'll ta- hey, I'll take that. Bring it over here. <laughs> and that saved everybody a lot of time. So she gave it to me. I gave her five bucks, and I was just like keep the change. I don't even want to deal with you. You're so fucking miserable, and you're telling me that that's the manager. No wonder that place has gone fucking downhill. Downhill, John. I'm sorry. I'm just disgusted with the Beacon Tap. Second, I remember the Beacon Tap at thirty twenty five years ago. What a glorious place it was. What a glow. Yeah, what what, place. Happened? what the, I tell you, that manager happened. If it's the same one who was serving me alcohol behind the bar, that's what happened.
0: I don't know. But let me tell you something. So I went on the the Palatine JC's hometown fest website, right? Right. And it looks like uh You're the, booked. No. No it says <laughs> it says the band uh f- from twelve to one thirty is called the Nancy Boys. But it cites the Whiskey Tango Band is the URL, the website to click on. So I don't understand that. But the band after, so that would be the slot we would be playing. I thought you were playing at ten o'clock. No, I said one o'clock. Oh, you said one o'clock. Yeah, there's that's the the first band is on at noon to 1.30. I see. And um, how do you play at one thirty if I'm at one if they're on till one? That's 1:30. what I was told. Okay, I'm just telling you what I was texted. Okay. <laughs> okay. We don't have to get into that now. All right. After uh, the let show, me read we'll you. Get what Tommy that. said, okay? <laughs> he said, "One, I'm looking at the website just now. I haven't seen it at all. This is the first time right this minute I'm looking at it." Okay? Okay. okay. Uh so anyway, yeah. So Tommy said something about the uh, possible gig. <laughs> That's good Sorry. man. It's good. <laughs> it's quality.
1: I'm getting used this, to uh, soundboards man. This,
0: you are still. Um anyway, so the 5th the uh, anyway, after that is Jack Tripper. So we would be opening up for Jack Tripper. Jack Tripper, how about that? Yeah. That's uh Boonog's band. Boonog, right on. Yeah. And the last time
1: they played, they open up for X, not X side. They open up for uh, VVX, something like and that. And John, yeah. you said that Jack Tripper, you enjoyed that more than VVX. Yes. Yeah,
0: I agree with you there. Yeah. Only because of song selection. All right, then. That was at uh, the the Theater. Yes. So yeah, we might have that gig. I don't know. Um, you know, we'll
1: see. Alright, so, you got a bunch of gigs coming up Now, the Beacon gig I was only able to stay for the very first song And I'm waiting And I'm waiting <laughs> What the hell is going on up there? <laughs> you guys are all up there And I'm, oh Jesus Christ I need to go What is going on? And then finally Listen, I was ready I don't wanna, I was ready all of you were ready Tommy wasn't ready I don't know what exactly. the hell he was doing Tommy finally gets ready You played the first song cool so i blow out of there john what song was it do you remember i have no fucking idea none none how was it was it good it was good yeah yeah it was good it's good it's good um so then uh uh you guys played uh what you finish up like one you do two sets yeah with a break in the middle yeah you finish up about one, and then what do you get paid? you get
0: paid the cover? Yeah, that was the thing. They <laughs> So they walk around and say, hey, if you want to stay for the band, it's three bucks. And so everybody leaves. Everybody leaves. <laughs> Fuck that, later. <laughs> and I thought, you know, they're going to leave, so why don't we just <laughs> ask them if they want to pay. Listen to the band a little bit, pass the hat around a couple of times, and keep passing it around all night. Uh right. so we got 120 bucks and we ended up giving 40 of it to the sound guy to Bob? Yeah, which I don't understand that. Yeah, I don't understand that either.
1: Hey, it, so uh, uh did you get any cover from the door or was it just passing
0: hat money? It, that was it. There was no cover from the door. It was, it was just a total passing hat. fuck fest. It's totally fucked up. I mean, the Beacon has got to be one of the most fucked up places to it's, it's fucked up. We thought it was fucked
1: up when Ron was a yeah. manager. And it's, it's gone downhill from it's there. It's
0: horrible. The food's not that great anymore. <laughs> it's just the worst.
1: <laughs> the service is uh. fucking
0: horrible, John. And, um, yeah, so I, I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? Whatever. It's fine, you know. There was nothing we could do about it. No reason to get upset. In the past, you know how I was. I'd be saying shit to Ron, like, how much did you take off the top? You know, and then he never asked us to play there again. Right. <laughs> Rick's like, let me handle it this time. What? It's so you can give the gig away for free? it's so you handle it? No, but, uh, yeah, we did pretty good back in those days. Didn't we? Oh, yeah. 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 And we, we would pack
1: the place. Yeah. The place would be packed. What is that Noise I'm hearing. That's your computer. It's me? Yeah. All right, let me shut some shit down here. See what it is.
0: <laughs> All right. Figured out what it what was. What is that? No- like, it's my <laughs> fault.
1: I'm just asking the question, John. Just What is that noise now? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the reason I had to cut out John after the first song, is because the next day, Sunday, I had a triathlon in Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. Right. Now, uh, uh, triathlons, I haven't done the individual Olympic distance triathlon, and I think the last time was in my 20s. So uh, this is kind of a big deal for me. And the whole week I was telling my wife and my kids... Let me go up because I got to get up at like four thirty in the morning. Let me go up there. I gotta, you know, I already had registered, but I needed to pack the uh, transition area, and they were closing the transition area at like six a.m. So I had to leave at four thirty. Make sure I got in there. Make sure I did the whole deal uh, to get out of there. or I'd be disqualified. So the whole week, I'm trying to tell my wife, just come up, you know, like wake up at seven or eight. Cause I'm not going to finish till 10 a.m. Right? Oh no, no, no. We'll we'll go with you. All right. That means you got to wake up at fucking 4:30 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So I wake up at 4:15. I wake my wife up at 4:30. Wake the kids up at 4:45, so we can get out by five o'clock. We get on the road. We're in the truck. Driving. Yeah. Right before Wisconsin, my wife's like, yeah, pull over. What's going on? Just just pull over. I have to throw up. Oh. So I got to pull over. My wife gets out of the car in time, throws up. Oh. oh. I'm like, what the. And this is really, uh, it's an asshole on my part because I'm like, what the. Wait, if you didn't feel well, why don't you just fucking stay at home? Now I gotta worry about this. So she gets back in the car. We make it there. The whole way there, she's like, "Oh, oh, <laughs> so like, shit! I don't know what to oh. do. Do I not do the triathlon? And we go to we go home? Do I? What do I do? I don't know what to do. Oh,
0: oh my god! So
1: she's like, "I'm gonna be,
3: okay. I'm gonna be okay. Just you go."
1: so i we park we get a nice parking spot i run over to the transition area i get all set up because you gotta you know you got the transition between the swim and you gotta have your shoes ready and then the bike you gotta have your you know you gotta have everything ready and then i run back to to i got some time before my wave goes yeah because of my age group john i'm like the last wave that goes So I run back, and I see my kids. I'm like, hey, what's going on? Where's mom? Oh, she's in the the, the outhouse. The laboratory? uh, Were you going to say the laboratory? (laughs) I was going to say that. So with these, I don't know if you've been to these events, John. and, And I talked about this when I did the half marathon at the Soldier Field. What a great fucking idea, because they got bathrooms that can support this. Kind of event yeah, because all the athletes they they drink a lot they try to stay hydrated and they all have to piss and shit before they have to do this event at these Pleasant Prairie Wisconsin, they have like maybe 10 porta potties so the line is 50 deep for each one of these things, maybe a hundred yeah. deep. So she's somewhere in line waiting to get in a porta potty because she is. It's coming out both ends. It's oh, not going well. Oh, your
0: poor wife, man.
1: So then I'm oh, like, oh, Jesus oh Christ, my God. All right, so... Uh, Give her
0: the keys to the truck and she could go to McDonald's well, or She had to the
1: a keys hotel. to the truck. Yeah, she
0: had the keys to the truck. She could I, Get a hotel room. She could stay there for the day.
1: Well, I'm, so now I'm all... You know, I just want to swim and, and bike and ride. That's all I want to do. Yeah. And now I got this... So I, I my kids are like... Um, they're sitting on this bench and it's um, uh, where the <laughs> lake swim is. It's this big triangle in the lake. So I'm like, hey, I'm gonna swim, guy. You buy, Is swim, guy. You buys. <laughs> I'm gonna swim by you guys. Here's what you do: if mommy needs to go to the emergency room, you guys do cartwheels. All right? Then I'll know that when <laughs> no. I'm done with the swim, I just get out. Hey, let's mess with dad. <laughs> but don't I did? Well, I didn't say don't fuck with me, but I said <laughs> don't you do don't cartwheels. you fuck with me. <laughs> But if, she, if you're doing cartwheels, I'll finish the swim, we'll get out, we'll take care of mom. Stop it! So, I go back, I gotta get in this corral, and I gotta get with my wave. Now, the good thing about this is I'm <laughs> in the last wave. What that means is, nobody will pass me, I'll pass everybody else. Right. Right? Oh, so here's the other thing. I don't know if you know about this. You probably don't know about this, John. So they release the waves, and they say, okay, go down to the beach. So you go down to the beach to start the swim. And I just kind of nonchalantly walk down to the beach. And these guys... And and they're running like maniacs. And they're pushing me, and they're trying to get position, so they're like, first. I'm going to be first in the water. So I'm like five or six deep, and I'm thinking to myself... I'm going to have to swim over these fucking guys or swim around them because they're I'm a good swimmer, John. Yeah. So, but I'm thinking we we're, we're in our fucking 40s. Yeah. Why this is not that it's not the fucking Olympics here. <laughs> Settle down, people.
3: <laughs>
1: so I'm like five so back. <laughs> now I'm like oh shit. Now I got to swim over these guys and and swim around them. And that works out. And then, not only that, but all the waves before me, I got to swim over and around them. So I did very well in the swim. Then I jump on my mountain bike, John. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see my kids doing car wheels. No, no car wheels. Okay. So I jump on my mountain bike. Now, everybody's got, you know, like $5,000 triathlon (laughs) bikes. And here's me in my mountain bike. (laughs) And your Murray from Target? (laughs) No, no, no. It's a nice mountain bike. It's really nice. But it's a mountain bike. And it's a 25-mile bike ride. Uh, And I did really well. I felt uh, I I got stronger as the ride went on. I did really well in the swim, really well in the ride. And I was shooting for under three hours. Uh, Then the run came. (laughs) I get off the bike, and I start running. And, and, you know, you get off the bike after 25 miles, it's going to be difficult the first half mile. But it's really difficult. And I got the, it feels like I have 20 pound weights on my shoulders. Yeah. And I've never experienced that before. So I, di- I, I just f- completely fucking fall apart on the run. Completely fall <laughs> apart on the run. And I'm just so thankful to be finished. And I, I get my phone out of my bike, text my wife. She's like, hey, I'm at the car. Come get us. I go to the car. My wife's feeling better but we do have to stop at. Get... <laughs> we do have to stop at mcdonald's all right i understand that let's stop at mcdonald's so we stopped there and then oh the one thing when i finished this when I, when I finished this race so yeah. it took me over three hours yeah so i'm exercising for three fucking hours straight and when I'm done, I have to go to the, I have to take a piss. This has never happened in the history of my history Yeah. that after three hours I have to take a piss. And when I say take a piss, it's like one of these things where I'm holding it all night. I'm like, what the fuck is that? That's yeah. not right. That's not, what's going on? Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I was well hydrated, but I, you know, so we get in the car, we stop at McDonald's, we're on the way home and my stomach starts to churn. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. This 24-hour thing that my (laughs) wife got. Oh, no. You get it, too. She gave it to me. But I'm thinking she must have gave it to me before the race. Because I felt great in the swim. I felt great in the ride. And then the run is when it hit me. But fortunately for me, it takes a while to incubate. Is yeah. my you know because I'm sure you've seen pictures of these guys, these triathletes, <laughs> that shit in their pants yeah, and they keep going,
0: running down their legs. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not Fortunately, you. that didn't happen to me. I was able to make it home. But the rest of my Sunday was just like you're playing right there, John. That was me. The rest of my Sunday, and then into early Monday, I still didn't. Uh, I don't know if it was recovering from the stomach flu or yeah. recovering from the triathlon or a little bit of both. <laughs> but uh, it was just, it was not good. It was not good. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. And the other thing is, uh, it, so it, its it, I ran the first four miles, and ru- I didn't run. I, I really jogged. And then I just couldn't go anymore. I had to walk and run the rest of the way. And when you walk, people want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to anybody, so people are talking to me. And the guy's telling me about his knee and how he would be really great if his knee didn't give out, but he left his knee brace in his car. And I'm like, Jesus, I, I really don't fucking care, and I don't know what to. I don't know how to respond. I don't know. I felt like running away. Would it be appropriate to run away from him? I think I no. <laughs> you just stick
0: your fingers in your ears and go la 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 la. I'm not listening to you. Or you know you know what you say. You just say you mind your own fuckhole. Oh, yeah, that's all you say, and it's over. You know what? I could do just
1: start. I could learn some sign language. Yeah. I could just sign them, and then be like, oh fuck this, this guy's or deaf. or yeah, you go. What is you <laughs> say? I can't hear you. I got
3: look at your page Why are you talking. I'm reading your lips. I'm reading your lips. I can read them with my penis. I'm like Ellen Keller. I'm <laughs> blind too. Let me feel your face. <laughs> <laughs> I can read
1: lips with my penis. Dude, man, if there was a hell, on your we're knees. going to it, all right? <laughs>
3: Get on your knees so I can put my penis on your lips. I can understand what you're saying.
1: All right, man. It's mean. Yeah, we're going to hell. If there is a hell, That's we're it. going we're there. We're done. All right, so coming we're up, like, John. Burnt embers. Coming up,
2: John. <laughs> coming up, John.
1: <laughs> we're going to talk about movies, but before that, we have to take a break. What? I'm very well hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you serious? I need serious? to take a break, yes. Can we take a break? Come on. Uh, oh, you know what? I was listening to my classic ipad yeah ipod and uh, what happened to your ipad i have my ipad but oh. i don't bring it in the car so i bring my classic ipod in the car and i heard and i was uh, i was just blown away by it i heard uh akc's version of uh-huh yeah yeah i was like that's fucking awesome pretty good uh yeah. right is that handy I mean, yeah, that's a good 3 minutes, right? That's enough time for me to Uh, what is it called? Um, god damn it, what is AKC's. it called? AKCs. Uh-huh, Aha, but it's not the aha's the name of the group. It's um Uh, what
0: the fuck Take is it? on Me. Take on Me. There you go. Take on me. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'm looking. Let's see if John can find a producer of the
1: year nominee. Looking in his library, for do you hear what I hear?
0: Blown in the wind. Blown in the wind is good. Best I don't know of both if I could, worlds.
1: I don't know if I could do. Um, you know, have a bathroom, Blake.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: bathroom, Blake. Uh, blown in the wind is really short, isn't it? It's Hold like, on. You said take on
0: me. Take on me. Yeah. It's it's a recent version of it. It's <laughs> I don't know. What do you mean, recent? Uh, we uh, haven't been a band for well, how I, many years? I mean, is it a studio recording? Is it.
1: It was a recording we did in your basement.
0: We, it is. Yes. So it's a practice. It's a practice one. Okay. A practice Let's one. Let's see if we can sort by name. All right, while you're looking for it, I, I really. Oh, hold on. Really is, it have the, to go. Uh, <laughs> is it this one? Wait, there's a couple of them.
1: Oh, you—the know, other good one I heard was the share one. What is that? Gypsies, tramps, and thieves. That's a good one too. Yeah, if you can find that one first. Really, anything. There you go.
0: This one. Forward, you got it. take on me by a kangaroo court circa 1925. I don't know what fucking year it was, but they really rocked, didn't they, Scott? Right on, John. They really did.
1: There you have it. That was circa N- 2009? Something like that, or eight, or seven. I don't know. All right, John. Moving on to movies, John. You to, saw a couple of movies. To movies, movies.
0: Yeah. Oh, am I going first?
1: Yeah. What did you see? You saw Superman. That's the summer yeah. blockbuster. Right? Summer
0: a blockbuster. Um Yeah, I really I really dug that movie, man. It was a huge fucking budget. I don't think you'll like it. <laughs> Why not? Shaky camera. Oh, I hate the fucking shaky camera. Yeah. Really?
1: Superman yeah. needs a shaky camera? Yeah.
0: A shaky? Um it's really it's crazy that it's a reboot of the Superman mythology. Um it's very very heavy on the uh religious undertones, very Jesus allegory type. Um, two, tw- two, 225 million to make this fucking thing uh, box office 398 so far so it's uh it's already they're already talking about a a second one uh but the guy that plays general zod um he's good man he's, he's good a yeah actor What's yeah he's name? very good uh general zod no, no, no. Oh. The actor's name, man. The actor. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Uh, he had it right here. <laughs> uh, Michael Shannon? Is that it? No. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it? I don't know. Michael Shannon. Yeah, it's Michael yeah, Shannon. That's it. Yeah. He plays General Zod. Basically, what's what's kind of cool about the this uh take on uh, it's it's pretty dark it's pretty it's really violent um this take on superman is more where they have this this uh this perfect race of whatever they are whatever kind of being they are on uh, planet krypton and and uh no babies are are uh, conceived um, the normal way, you know. Uh, they're they're all test tube babies now. They're all pre-engineered, and each one of them has a specific duty to carry out. And um, Superman, uh, Kal El, he uh, he is conceived normally uh, in the normal, naturally in the natural fashion, and he's the. Supposedly, uh, the, the character, uh, Russell Crowe plays, uh, his father, JorEl, and he says, Look, to the council, listen, listen, look, uh, the planet's fucked up. I told you guys not to suck the resources out of it too fast. It's getting all fucked up. Uh, so we're all gonna die, but we have an opportunity. Um, and basically, he comes up with this idea to throw uh, Superman, uh, Kal-El, into a ship and fly him off somewhere. But they don't want to hear nothing about it. They just don't know what to do. General Zod, on the other hand, he comes in he says, Look, you guys are fucked up. You can't do it this way. We have to save these, our race. So we got to get get out of here but uh, we just gotta save our race and uh, Jor-El is more like no no it's you know we need to we need to have people that can think for themselves you know and whatever he he sacrifices his only begotten son and sends him to earth in the meantime General Zod uh, fights uh, uh, Jor-El he kills him uh The entire, he gets sentenced to prison where they stick him in a, basically they they stick him in this, uh, like a cell, but it shoots him into like a black hole, but they can retrieve him if they want to. This black hole thing is always, it's running. Yeah, see, that's where I have a problem right there because, uh,
1: Stephen Hawking, the great Stephen Hawking taught us that nothing can, uh. Escape from
0: a black hole. Well, they, they, they're they're a higher intelligence. They they've uh, developed this level of intelligence that just surpasses anything Stephen Hawking, that fucking loser, <laughs> could ever think of. So you're wrong, Scott. <laughs> I'm sorry, John. Eat shit. The law of physics uh, states that uh, that's not possible. Yeah. Well, they they, uh, they I'm not saying that they they uh, didn't create or they their uh, what do you call it? It's it's a it's a man made black hole, if you will, Scott. Yes. So, like, let's yes. say you want to put a bunch of prisoners, you can't fit them all on a planet or something, and you got thousands of them. Uh, you create this black hole that it's just a it's just a hole that you stick them in and they disappear for a while then you suck them back out after they're you know they've served their time anyway uh, to make a long story short um, you know it follows the same kind of so you know here comes Superman. He, he comes down as a baby onto earth and uh, then you have um, Uh, what's his name kevin costner and diane lane find him, and they you know they're mary and joseph and they take him in and they raise him and then he does some of these these super acts he finally starts as he's going through puberty he starts coming into his own and and these powers are overwhelming him like he can hear everything at once and his eyes shoot fire out and stuff, and his mom kind of says, hey man, just relax, learn how to control it, blah blah blah. And uh, he doesn't right away uh, get into the suit, you know? Uh, there's, a, there's a scene where he's a fisherman, Scott. He's a crabber. He's a crabber on a crab boat. And he saves uh, some guys. Is he on, on the Discovery Channel? No. Um... So there's a lot of that going on, um, and then eventually, at some point, where uh, General Zod is, he's on the hunt to try and find Superman because when Krypton blows up, it hits the machine that um, where they're stored in this black hole, and it wipes it out. So they're back uh, in you know real time. And they get a hold of uh, a ship. And part of the... the it's, very, it's very science fiction, Scott. Part of the storyline is that they're terraformers, too. They send these probes out to different planets. And there was one already on Earth that, I believe... And that, yeah, there is already one on Earth buried in the ice that uh, Superman is trying to seek out. Uh, Kal-El or Clark Kent, is trying to seek out and, and figure out what his little S means, this little little key that he's got. And uh, Zod is on the way to find him, and he's got a world engine where they basically they find worlds to inhabit, and then they run the world engine, and it changes the gravity of the world so they can live on it uh because they're so fucking strong without that gravity uh so he he decides hey here's what we do we go to earth we crank the world engine up we kill fucking everybody and we take these little embryos that we got that are test tube babies and we turn them into people and we've saved the kryptonian race and, uh, at the same time, Superman's trying to stop him because, you know, he, he loves the, um, the humans. And there's some line there that I, that I didn't quite get where he was like, if you love them so much, blah, 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 whatever, why would you sacrifice yourself for them? And, uh, it's, I think, I don't know if it's a line out of the Bible. I didn't get a chance to look it up, but there's a lot of stuff like when he f- falls to earth, he's he's like laying out in the shape of a cross. And
1: although, go ahead, John. I don't know if you know this, but um, the producers or whoever put this movie together, they marketed it to church churches right, to and Christians. pastors and right. Christians because it's the it's another way of telling the Jesus story,
0: right? Right.
1: So it probably was a, a Bible verse that. Uh, superman spouted
0: yeah but general zod he he was basically saying dude you can't fight evolution this is what we are we've evolved into these into this and this is the way it's supposed to be you're fucking it all up and there is a moment where you're like general zod's right he only knows one thing this is what he was built for he's a he's a protector of the of this race of beings. That's his job. He was born to do that job and do that job very well and that's his only job. And that's why he's not really a psycho. He was born to do this. He can't help it. Anyway, so but I He's did a not, bad guy. And he's the bad guy, yeah. So evolution is the bad... And
1: Superman, a.k.a. Jesus, is good.
0: Yes. Yes. He's the good one. The good Jesus.
1: Now that Henry Cavill, is that his name? Henry Cavill? Yeah. He plays Superman? I first saw him in the Tudors, John. That's yeah. the uh, showtime about uh, King Henry VIII. Very handsome
0: man, Henry Cavill. Very appealing yeah. on, on screen. Yeah. He makes a good fucking Superman. I'll tell you that. He's, How about that? <laughs> he's not wearing a padded suit, man. He's <laughs> that dude works out, um, and and it didn't do. It did well in the box office, obviously, but the the critics really slammed it. It got six point two average rating. Uh, um, six point two is better than. Uh... Out of 10. Like
1: a 5% Rotten Tomato that Adam Sandler pulls in, Yeah,
0: 56% right? approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes based on 2 and 4 with a rating of 6.210. Uh, the site's consensus that Superman's return is, to the big screen is mostly successful as the Man of Steel provides enough exhilarating action, action and spectacle to outcome its occasional detours into generic blockbuster territory. Um, I, I, I thought it was awesome, man. I mean... For a retelling of Superman, I thought it was really fucking cool how he fl- would fly and stuff because he didn't fly at first. He was jumping like the original ac- action comics had him. He can jump tall, leap tall buildings in a single bound. They never said really he could fly until later on. Then he was able to fly. Um, but it, it's just it's a really cool movie and and uh, Lois Lane. Knows his secret right away. It's not like the Superman movie... Boy, I'm giving too much shit away, so I hope it, nobody sees it, but has seen it already. But uh, I'm going to see it, but it, who doesn't cool. know the Superman story? Like, I saw,
1: within the last year or two, I on Netflix, they had the Superman with Christopher Reeve. Yeah. And um, I, I'm pretty sure I saw that in the theater. I really can't remember, but when I saw it on Netflix... I was like, Jesus, this is a horrible movie. This is so bad. And this is what made Christopher Reeve a star. That movie made him a star. Yeah. And I just thought the movie was fucking horrible. You didn't like it? I didn't like oh, the I original Superman. I loved it. Didn't like it at all. And, and maybe because I know the story so well, I was just waiting for it to unfold, and it just took too long to unfold for me. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember um, thinking that the third one with Richard Pryor was fucking insane, <laughs> uh, but I enjoyed it. But I haven't seen it in 30 years, so yeah. I, I might have to see that one again. And uh, but it is referenced in Office Space, which you know makes it even cooler. Yeah, right? yeah. Anything else about uh, Superman, John? How many Spiny Normans? Uh, what do we give? Four,
0: four. I, I I like uh, I like three on this three. one. Three, yeah, three out of four Sponny Normans from yeah. John. I mean, what was kind of cool is is uh, I re- I really dug it because we saw it on Father's Day, and the movie was about fathers. It was about one dad who wanted his son, the real dad that really wanted his son. He said, "I'm going to deliver them a god, but I want him to like." Help him. I want him to be a helper. And then his 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 uh, stepfather, surrogate father, whatever you want to call Kevin him, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner tries to help guide him in ways where he thinks about the stuff that he's doing uh, and has some moral values. Um, like there, there's a scene where. He's kind of getting his ass kicked. And uh, I think he... I can't even remember if he helps a kid out or something. But he tells his dad, Dad, I really wanted to fucking, with all my power, pound the shit out of this guy, these guys. And he's like, yeah, I know. And you could have done it too. But uh, sometimes... And maybe, maybe you should have. But sometimes it's better to not have to resort to that and just know that you could or they know that you could or what what, I can't remember exactly how he said it but it was along the lines that he had like these these little anecdotes about life like uh, there's a scene where he saves everybody in the bus and everybody saw him and he's like dude you can't be doing that because what they're going to do is they're going to want to catch you and fucking cut you up like an alien uh, or people are going to be afraid of you because you can do all this stuff. And he says, "Dad, what was I supposed to just let him die? Was that what was supposed to happen?" And he says, "Yeah, maybe." Which is a good point. I mean, the natural of order order of things is if a bus goes off a cliff, people die. There's no Superboy there to to help them, right? So he's like, so Superman is cooler than yeah, God, is yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, he's got to make choices. Because
1: God will just let the bus fall and crash, where Superman will pick the bus up and save people. He's got a
0: moral conscience, yeah. Where God is indifferent. He, Well, he basically says to his dad, but dad, I have all these powers, why can't I use them to do good stuff? And his dad's like, you know, you're, that's up to you. You're going to have to figure that out. You're going to have to figure out when the right time is, when you're a man, you know, blah, blah, blah. It was it was cool. It was a very awesome Father's Day movie. My daughter cried through the whole thing. The whole thing she was crying? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the fight scenes were just like, uh, yeah, I'm thinking, who the fuck is going to pay for all that damage? It's, just, it's like when you're watching uh, X-Men, or not X-Men, the uh, Avengers. All that damage that happened. Uh, well, they tried to pin it on the Avengers. Right. Uh, but they don't do that in Superman. Of course not, he's Superman. And he doesn't really become the reporter till the very end. And then it's at the very end that I kind of like realize that, holy shit, Nobody knows who he is, except for one person. Well, his parents and and uh, this one person and this one person. So it's it's pretty cool. I I really like. I want to see it again. Um, but yeah, Zack Snyder directed it, and it was produced by Christopher Nolan. How about that, John? Who did the uh, Dark Knight stuff. Is it
1: over two hours? Under two hours? Yeah,
0: it's pretty long. It's pretty long, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about a 2014 release of a sequel. And I don't know how they could do a Justice League film featuring Superman without bringing Christopher... Um, Nolan, Christian Bale. I mean, Christian, Christian Bale, Bale back and Evan Nolan
1: is Batman. Yeah, yeah. Is he is he up for that or what?
0: No, I think he said he was done. I'm with that done this one.
3: Oh, good for you, <laughs> <laughs> la, la, la! All right,
1: John. Well, I saw the movie that uh, knocked off Superman at the box office. I just saw that today, John. Monsters University. Um, So this is the prequel to Monsters, Inc., the great Pixar film with Sully and Mike uh, about monsters, and they scare kids, you know, and then they get energy for their universe or whatever. Yeah. And then they find out, well, no, but if you make them laugh, you get more energy at less effort but this is the prequel. So it's it's Mike Lazowski. Is that his name? I don't know. Growing up, getting um, uh, turned on by monsters, <laughs> wanting to go to Monsters University, <laughs> and how he. Here's he the guy
0: who's upset about the goddamn black <laughs> hole who's watching <laughs> movies
1: about monsters. I got to tell you, I like this movie. I think it was as good as the first one. Yeah. Um. Now that you mention it, getting back to the black hole, John, here's the other problem with the Superman black hole thing where they throw General Zod into the black hole. I'm assuming you have jail time, right? So was was it a life sentence? What was it? Was it... um, How long? What was the duration of his black hole stay when they imprisoned him? I'm digressing here.
0: It wasn't long because it was just a couple of days before the, the kryptonite, the krypton, blew up. And then he was flying around trying to find uh, uh, Kal-El. Oh, I I left out uh, an important part. Basically, what happened was there's a codex that is what they have the entire uh, genetic codex to preserve the Kryptonian race. Uh, his father, who is the science genius of the community, um, El, encodes it into um, uh, Superman's Spin DNA. It out, man, into Superman's DNA. And what is it? It's just. It's I don't know. It's they keep calling it the Codex. <laughs> what is the it genetic Codex of? It's it's of everything. Their ancestors? I guess so. Of their history, yeah, of everything. So he's got like all their stuff, their knowledge. He can build houses. He can. He's a science guy. So they can extract it from his DNA. Yeah.
1: All right. So getting back to the black hole, when they put Zod in the black hole, what was the duration that he was supposed to be in the black hole? I don't. I don't remember. Here's where it fall aparts. Let's say it's 20 years, Where it right? fall aparts? Okay. Here's where it fall, fall <laughs> apart. <laughs> let's say it's 20 years. All right, now let's talk about general relativity, John. So general relativity, uh, space and time. Uh, and Newton said that time is always consistent. Einstein said, no, it's not, that's not true. It's not. Stop. It's not. <laughs> so what general relativity proves so far, John... Is that, for example, uh, you've seen Planet of the Apes, right? Yeah. They went and they traveled at almost the speed of light, and then they came back and they crashed into this planet. It turned out to be Earth. Sorry, there's spoilers, but it was Earth way in the future. Yeah. So general, that was based on general relativity, the ideas of general relativity. So if you took a spaceship and you flew away for 12 years from Earth. And you accelerated to almost the speed of light. And then you stopped and you turned around and you came back almost at the speed of light. And it took you 12 years out and 12 years back. Two million years would uh, have elapsed on the planet Earth, right? Now, uh, acceleration and gravity are the same thing. That's what general
0: relativity says. Hey, look. Take it up with Robert Bernstein and George Papp uh, from 1961's Adventure Comics. Let me
1: finish. And these ideas were known in 1961. (laughs) They should have known better. So uh, the same thing with mass. Great mass causes the same effect. So if you have a black hole, what that means is... If you orbit a black hole, let's say you take a spaceship and you're able to orbit the black hole and then you're able to escape the orbit of the black hole. It's equivalent to orbiting the black hole for 25 years, escaping, and now 2 million years have passed on Earth, right? right?
0: And there's cartoon monsters.
2: So if you
1: send, send, (laughs) what's his name, Zod to a black hole, let's say it's 25 years. If you send him there for 25 years, it's 25 years to him it's two fucking million years for the people on Earth. Well, so I, that doesn't make I any have, sense I at have all.
0: no idea. It doesn't make any it's sense the at Phantom all. Phantom Zone they sent him to. The Phantom Zone. No, he wasn't in there that long. Right, because of this Krypton blowing
1: up yeah. and, and uh, releasing him early. <laughs> he got early release. Yeah.
0: Free
2: him. So we're
1: talking him. about hypotheticals here. Yeah, if they did sentence him for twenty five years, that's actually two million years Earth time. So this whole black hole thing kind of really falls apart. The whole idea, the whole concept—listen—of putting somebody in a black hole to serve jail time—it's
0: it's called the Phantom Zone. <laughs> is the technical term on Krypton? All right, moving on. Getting back, it's to- called the Phantom Zone. You know what? I don't think uh, that fucking guy on what's your show that you love. What is that show? Uh,
1: Skeptics guy to the universe to your big anus, bang Sheldon.
2: I, yeah, I don't Sheldon. love him.
1: He's a, he's a string theory guy. I'm not into oh. string theory.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, then the other guy that maybe you love him. He <laughs> <You> loves Superman. <laughs> Leonard. Leonard. Yeah.
1: Not really. Not really. I like uh, Raj. Okay, Raj. He yep. likes Superman too. He's an
0: astrophysicist. Yeah, I bet he believes in the Phantom Zone.
1: I bet she doesn't. Yeah. All right. Moving on, John. Getting back to a movie that was uh, well put together in within the realm of physics that it created for itself, Monsters University, where they do create portholes. <laughs> into, oh
0: wait, here it is into our universe. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, in your little cartoon world. <laughs> yes, it's in okay a cartoon world. But not in some comic book. It can't be real. If you're basing your comic book on the
1: realities of this universe and physics in this universe, and they explain why Superman can fly, because on Krypton they don't have the gravity, you know, the whole deal. So they try to provide some explanation, but the concept of putting a prisoner in a black hole to serve jail time is not well thought out. That's my interpretation of it. not well thought out.
0: The inmates of the Phantom Zone reside in a ghost like state of existence from which they can observe but cannot interact with the regular universe. Inmates do not age or require sustenance in the Phantom Zone. Well, furthermore, there you go. they
1: do not age, right?
0: Furthermore, they are telepathic and mutually insubstantial. As such, they were able to survive the destruction of Krypton and focus their attention on Earth.
1: Well, there you have it. I'll have to
0: see it for myself. Okay. And provide a full report.
1: (laughs) All right, so Monsters University, as good as the first one, uh, very good. Uh, The thing that I had a real problem with, John, is we went to the 410 show. And we always like to get in the very back row. And there is a family next to us, and they got uh, a two-year-old, a three-year-old, and a four-year-old. These kids would not shut up. Talking to the screen, talking to their parents, and the parents don't, like, shush them. There's no shushing. I take that back. They did shush them. It was, like, one out of ten they would shush them. So, like, ten outbursts from the kids, and then they'd finally say, Hey, you know what? Shh. Shh. Yeah. That's not the worst of it. There was a kid, and it was very dark. A kid, uh, we're in the very back, uh, towards the front. I couldn't see the kid. I couldn't identify who the parents were, but I really wanted to have a word with them after the movie. But I didn't know who they were. The kid, every two minutes. I kid you not, every two minutes.
0: Oh, my God.
2: I know.
1: (laughs) Every two minutes. I'm like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) That kid's not old enough to be in here. Get that fucking kid out of here. Even my son was sitting next to me. My son starts going berserk. Where he's like... Every time the kid would make a noise. (laughs) Hey, you gotta calm down, right? Because it's pissing me the fuck off too. But calm the fuck down. Because when you make noise... Then I get doubly fucking pissed off. Yeah. So suck it in I can't beat that kid but I can beat you right Uh, and then I'm thinking to myself I'm I'm threatening to remove my son from the theater because of some other parent's asshole fucking kid (laughs) so my son did calm down and my son responds very well to positive so after like three more of these after three more of these I'm like hey I am really proud of you Holding it together. Yeah. And he looks over at me and he's like, Dad, you don't know what I'm going through right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm just really proud of Here, you. Here, smoke this tube, son. You'll be fine. Right.
1: So we had to deal with that. I'm like, what the fuck? And then, so at the end of the movie, I sat up to try to see, can I identify who this parent is? Because I really want to have a fucking word with them and say, fuck you is basically what yeah. I want to say. huh. And I'm I'm looking, and I can't identify anybody. But here's what I see: I see like four kids running around, like in front of the screen. Just run, they're like it's a fucking playground.
0: Oh my god!
1: Now when I was watching the movie, I didn't. I was I was focused on the screen. So now I'm getting more upset. I'm like, who, What the fuck is going on? Four kids just running back and forth They weren't making any noise But they're running around uh, And I couldn't tell who the parents were Cause I don't know at that point The parents were like fuck I don't know that kid That's not my kid Just let him run around At least he's in that quiet and I don't have to deal with him And I can w- still watch the movie uh, I can't imagine any of our listeners being like this But if you are Stay the fuck at home Yeah, Don't fucking ruin it for everybody
0: Especially me I guess it's all about me, John. Hey, at one point, uh, Superman develops communications equipment for the Phantom Zone. Yeah. Like the Zonophone.
1: <laughs> but you didn't know that. Come on, man. Quit digressing. Stephen Hawking. We should have a Steve Dahl thing where we cannot go like five minutes back or ten minutes back. <laughs> all right, moving on, John. Do you see any other movies? You did see something I else. did. What did you see? I did. I saw The Last Stand. With Arnold. Yeah. Now I've been I've seen that on Amazon and I've hey you want to watch Arnold? And so far the family's been like Ah, uh, no, let's no. watch this instead. No. So we don't watch no. it. Negative. No. So I'm Negative. I'm no. anticipating your review, John.
0: Is this something I need to see? Uh no, it's it's not that good. It's not that good. Well first of all <laughs> he's He's really old-looking in this movie. Well, yeah, he's old. Uh, he's like in his 60s. Yeah. The whole plot of the film is, is he's a retired ex. Not really retired. He's kind of semi-retired, and he's in this small town on like the border of Mexico and Arizona. He's the sheriff, and the whole town kind of goes to... Uh, um. Some sort of football game or something, and he stays behind. And uh, he it's his day off, so he's walking around his flip flops and just hanging out. And he notices two kind of shady characters in the coffee shop he goes to every day. And he's get they got a big rig, a brand new big rig out there, and he's just kind of like feels uneasy about it. He's he's an ex narcotics cop from LA. And uh, so he has one of his deputies run the plates. And Johnny Knoxville is in it as this... <laughs> they, they 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 build the film as an Arnold Schwarzenegger-Johnny Knoxville film, but Johnny Knoxville doesn't really have much of a part in the movie. Until it, you just mentioned it, I had no idea Johnny yeah, Knoxville he's was in, in this it. movie. And uh, he's this guy that has, like, he's a gun collector. He's got, like, a gun museum. And he collects all kind of old guns from World War II and all this shit. And um, the FBI is transporting uh, a really dangerous drug cartel uh, crime boss. And the guy pays a shitload of people to escape. And he's headed for Schwarzenegger's town and worst for worst Whitaker plays the the fucking Keystone cop FBI guy responsible for transporting this guy and he fucks everything up left and right the guy gets away he's headed towards the town and Arnold's gotta save the town now he had no idea that this dude was this dangerous guy uh and he had his deputies kind of investigate a missing person who happened to be the town's milkman who has a farm. And he got his head blown off by, uh, the truck guys. And, uh, and they get in this firefight investigating it. And then Schwarzenegger finds out it's this fucking drug Lord on his way to Mexico. And, uh, And, uh, Schwarzenegger says, well, he ain't gonna get through me. So, he starts talking to his Keystone deputies. Uh, hey, you know, you wanna help out? And one of the guys, uh, is it... No, what the fuck is his name? He's always in the movies. Luis Guzman? You know who that guy is? I think so. Short, chubby... Yeah, yeah. Chubby... Really unattractive. Yeah, he's one of the deputies, and, um... Uh, Johnny Knoxville's in it, and then this chick, uh, Jamie Alexander, she's in it. Um, it's it's not that good, but what's what's it, it, there's just a lot of killing and a lot of uh, gun battles, a lot of explosions. But what's really funny is you know how Schwarzenegger has that hairdo; it's kind of like comb back. Mm-hmm. I, well, for some reason they didn't like fix it, so it looks like. He looks like he's wearing like a clown wig. Is <laughs> maybe it is. His hair looks like like he he smoked one of those exploding cigars. <laughs> and his hair's like poof, sticking straight up all over the place. You know, and he's got some lines. I don't think he ever says I'll be back. But uh it's it's not that great, but it was a little bit entertaining. My wife and I watched it and Ironically enough, it got sixty percent fresh on Rotten Tomatoes compared to fifty six percent for Man of Steel. Wow! How many spines you give it? Well, here is the thing: it was thirty million dollar budget. It made thirty seven in the box office, so it didn't do very well. I'd give it two, two out of four. Yeah, well, I spooky. mean it was fun, and there was some some parts that made me laugh out loud. Um. But, uh, it's, it's just kind of like horrible the way they did it. It's kind of like, a it's kind of, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger shoots everybody, um, like a Terminator slash Fast Five. Cause there's like some super, super fast Corvette in the, in the film. And, um, and it just so happens that the escaped convict is an ex, like Formula One race car driver or something. So Formula
1: One, those get, guys get paid billions of dollars. Why would you become a yeah. criminal if you're a Formula yeah.
0: One driver? Well, I think he's, he's growing up as a kid before his, uh, before his, uh, his career in uh, crime. Speaking of hair,
1: John, you mentioned Arnold's hair. Uh, yeah. uh, Netflix has Avengers on Netflix. Yeah. So I watched that with my son, and I. whenever Captain America comes on the screen, I'm looking at his hair. I'm like, is that real? What? That doesn't look real,
0: Captain America's hair. <laughs> Did, do you notice that, or is it just me? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Like, that- he's got a comb to one side, because he still thinks he's in 1947. Is that what it is? It's the style yeah, that throws yeah. me
1: off, because of the style? Yeah. But I'm looking at his hairline, I'm like, that's not... What is going on there? That's not right. Something's wrong, and I'm mesmerized by his hair. And I can't yeah, you being an aficionado, I of am hair an aficionado. You have of hair. so much. My lack of hair makes me an aficionado, yes. John. Yes. All right. Uh, moving on, John. I saw the greatest summer blockbuster of all time. Yeah. John, are you familiar with this movie? No. Um, you know what. <laughs> When I went to bring it up on the interwebs yeah. here just now to talk about it, I couldn't remember the name of it.
0: <laughs> so that's a problem. That's that's. A, see what I'm
1: telling you. So I looked up "End of Days," right? End of Days. <laughs> that's, that's the one with Arnold, Arnold. Schwarzenegger yeah. movie. And I look at the. I didn't see it was with Arnold, and I'm looking at the rating, and it was five point six out of ten. I'm like, five point six out of ten. Who the fuck are these people that don't like this movie? This is the greatest <laughs> fucking movie ever. <laughs> But I was looking at Arnold's movie. So yeah. then when I looked up the real movie, John, which is called This Is The End, uh, you've heard about this movie, right, John? Yeah. While attending a party at James Frank James Franco's house, Seth Rogen, Jay Barchell, and many other celebrities are faced with the apocalypse, John. That's the summary. 8.0 out of 10. And uh, this is one of the greatest movies I've ever seen. One of the greatest comedies yeah. I've ever seen. And you
0: haven't seen it yet. No, I was waiting to see it with you. Well, let's go see it. fucker.
1: Let's go see it. I'll no, see it again. It. You ruined Why it. Why did
0: I ruin it? Because now you know what's going to happen. You won't laugh the oh, same I'll way. Oh, I'll laugh. I will, no. I will. Because part of seeing a movie with you is your laughter. Is it? Gets me fucking cracking up. <laughs> you <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's like a monkey sound.
1: My aunt is like that. My aunt can watch an Adam Sandler movie and laugh, and I'll start laughing at her <laughs> laugh. <laughs>
0: That's it, man. Exactly. But,
1: John, this, when we talk about movies, and we've talked about movies for a long time, this movie was, it was like they made this movie for you and me. Yeah. They made it for us. I mean, it's got the apocalypse, it's got the religious bullshit in it, it's got celebrities, it's got uh, humor, it's got uh, dick jokes, it's got Emma Watson in it. I mean, it's just so fucking fun and good. And it's not really uh, uh, something you say in the same sentence. Armageddon and fun at the same You're time. right? But they managed to pull that off. And it's a great fucking time.
0: Fun-mageddon.
1: And I would imagine that they half the movie, or more than half the movie, they were baked. So I think the only appropriate way to see the movie...
0: ...is baked. Yeah. See what I'm saying, John? I hear you. I see it. Yeah, so let me just... uh, There's one... Why does my nose always run down here? I don't know. Is it because we're below sea level? (laughs) Are we? I don't know. It got 8.0,
1: John. I already mentioned that. 8.0 out of 10. I don't know what's wrong with those other 2.0 people. Uh, But here's from the trivia. Uh, Let me find it. Uh, Seth Rogen stated in an interview... That at one point during production, every main cast member took him aside and told him that they couldn't do what he was asking them to do because it was going too far and getting too extreme. (laughs) James Franco was the only cast member that never turned anything down. That's right, man. So that makes me think, because there's, it's, there's gotta thi- be a I'm thinking of one scene in
0: particular a, 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 and maybe, maybe there's gonna be some great shit on the DVD
1: yes because I'm thinking of one scene in particular and, and one actor in this one scene <laughs> and I'm thinking holy shit that is so fucking awesome and if they talked him into that What is some of the shit that these other actors turned down is what I want to know.
0: Dude, I can't do
1: that, man. (laughs) Come on. It is so good. It is so fucking good. We got to see it, man. Did you laugh? I laughed
0: so hard. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Speaking of laughing, I'm sitting in here one night working on a poster for the band and my son's watching, I don't know, like Wayne's World or something. And because his voice is still changing, <laughs> he laughs like this. <laughs> 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 I,
3: he Hi. <he. laughs> oh my God.
1: And you didn't record oh, it? I Come I on, could, man. I
3: couldn't. I didn't have time.
1: Well, you know, the, the audience that I saw it with, it was during the day, and there wasn't a, a lot of audience, and I was like the, one of the only ones laughing, <laughs> and I remember thinking to myself, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> this is fucking genius. Oh, and the other thing, before, so before the movie plays, they show the previews, of course, Right. guess what preview comes on? no i don't grown-ups two. Right. grown up and favorite. i'm like oh my god i can't wait and the pre it's just so awful the preview is awful <laughs> grown-ups one was fucking awful Um uh, no thought whatsoever goes into it's like they <laughs> just show kids up kids
0: cannot wait for grown-ups to and man. they start filming
1: uh, that's that's my interpretation. And I have no idea how Seth Rogen put this movie together. They may have just done the same thing. They may have just shown up and just started filming. And he started throwing ideas out. I don't know. I would think that they're a little bit more prepared than an Adam Sandler. But they're so much more talented. So much more talented and funny, to me anyway, Yeah, than Adam Sandler and that group of guys that he hangs out with. Uh and and I they dumb it down for him. Like Kevin James, he is fucking great in movies. Yeah. And he fucking dumbs it down when he's with Adam Sandler. Yeah. And I know. uh uh I don't know if Chris Farley was still alive, would he be a part of the Adam Sandler no. gang? No, no he wasn't. Way. 'Cause uh Tommy Boy, that's a classic John. Yeah. That's classic. And this end of days, no, I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> this is the yeah. end.
1: <laughs> this is a classic John. It is classic. I can't wait to download
0: it off of BitTorrent. Come on, let's go see it at, at the home. movie. Come on, man. <laughs>
1: Come on, Mike. Come on, man.
0: Friday, we, we we'll
1: got, go to lunch and then we'll go see
0: it. I, I can't. It's last day of the month, oh, man. It's your last day of the month. When are you gonna quit the shop? I don't know. I don't know, man. There's shit I gotta do. But anyways, uh are you going golfing Saturday? I'm not, it's my anniversary. <laughs> so what? I got anniversary things to oh,
1: do the whole oh, day. Yeah, my
0: whole day is the anniversary. Oh, sh- why? Well, no, it's the well, here's no. The other you thing. didn't get married the whole day. <laughs> oh no, I did the whole day. Yeah, you sure did. It started the night before. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but here's the thing. yes, massa. I go. I, you know, I I uh, this, so this thing that Marty posts this message on Facebook. Yeah, right. Right. So I'm like, okay, well, yeah, okay, let me see if I can do that. And I go, I keep going back to that and there's no fucking information. (laughs) I think the only thing he gave was the date and and I may even be wrong about that, but he gave the date, June 29th, right? That's the date? Yeah. I don't know where the fuck this is. I don't know what time it
0: is. Well, we all know because we've done it before.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. I mean,
0: I'm just invited. What do,
1: I'm just a first, what do you care? I need to know. Like, let's say it wasn't my anniversary. <laughs> I, I, I need didn't to, need to know. know. Where is it at? How about that? <laughs> what time is it at? Is it at 10 in the morning? Is it at 1? Is it at 6? When is it? I don't know. He doesn't include that information. I am so surprised that he is still... Like, he, he has a career and he has a uh a home or whatever that he got married and he has children i'm amazed by that that amazes me every goddamn day amazing that i think of marty it's amazing
0: yeah <laughs> So what about the... You never finished your story about the movie uh, with the cartoons. Movie with the cartoons. Yeah, did you give Spiny Normans?
1: Oh, Spiny Normans. i give that three and a half out three of and four. Three Yeah, yeah. I'd probably give it a four out of four if that kid wasn't moaning the whole goddamn time. And uh, <laughs> end of times, end of days, whatever the fuck that movie we just talked about. This is the end. Yeah. That's it. They should have come up with a better... <laughs> That's it. They should have just called it like... Uh, Celebrity Apocalypse or something. And remember that. Um, I give that four out of four, John. Wow. It's like they tailor-made that movie for us. Yeah? Yes. Everything you talk about and everything I talk about uh, in a movie, it makes you think, you like the explosions, you like to see it on the screen, we like funny. It's all there. It's It's all all there. It's (laughs) all there. It's all there. The only thing that's not there is TNA. That's it. Yeah. There's really no TNA. Yeah, you don't need that. After the first 20 minutes, you really don't see any women until Emma Watson shows up and she's there for maybe five minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. I got to see it.
1: It's so good. We got to see it together, man, at the theater. It's, it's Sergoot. Theater, man.
0: Sergut. It's Sergoot. Yeah. Yeah. I we saw a movie. I can't remember the movie. My wife and I uh, went to see, and uh, this fucking guy is talking in a normal voice to his girlfriend or something. The whole fucking movie, not the whole movie. And finally, I turn around. I go, shh, and uh, she says something to him like, "Okay, we can be quiet." don't give a fuck like that he says i'm like okay i'm thinking what can i hit this fucking guy with so i see him get up and he starts walking down the stairs i'm like oh fuck he's coming over here and the dude is like six four he's wearing a really tight white t-shirt his muscles are bulging out and i see he's got a fucking cast on his on his left arm like he broke his arm or something and Mm -hmm. they left he -hmm. didn't even look at me Mm -hmm. i was like (laughs) i thought it was gonna go down man i had it all worked out in my mind okay he's gonna come walking over by me and i'm gonna have to shove him over this railing in front of me i see the cast he can't do much with that uh all so right. you were working it out. Yeah, I was working out my plan of of uh how I was gonna get him knocked down and then <laughs> run for my life. But it all worked out. It worked out, yeah. But this dude was talking like talking and talking. And it, it sounded like they were having a fight or something. They were arguing. I know like, what the fuck? And nobody else said anything. It's me. You know, the place was pretty crowded. It's me that fucking has to say something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I felt like saying something. My wife does. Believe me. If
1: the the family next to me wasn't, if they weren't there, I probably would have said something because it would have been anonymous. Yeah. But if I was yelling at the kid moaning, I'd have to yell at these other fucking idiots next to me. Ignoramuses. They couldn't tell their kids to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the other parents that are letting their kids run around the fucking theater like a goddamn playground. All right. Hold on, John. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: What are you doing? I got a couple of stories here.
0: Couple of stories. Hold on. All right. Hurry up. We're on two hours and 30 minutes. Oh, at two 30 already? Oh, hmm. yeah. It's 11 o'clock. Who's that at the door? Is that Phil? He told me he wasn't
1: going to make it. Oh, he's not? Was that the UPS guy? I'll go over and UPS. check. Maybe UPS. UPS guy doesn't comment. Go over
0: there. All right, hold on. Check Let it out, check.
1: would you? Hey, UPS just rings once. Oh, hey, man. Look, it's the UPS guy. He left some boxes. Oh. Should I bring him back? Did you sign him? No, he didn't. There must not be alcohol.
0: Oh, okay. Bring him back. Yeah, I'll just put them down here. It's big fucking fly in my office. What is this? How does this thing get in here? Here, I'm, oh, I'm putting the boxes down.
1: That's a pretty, pretty late delivery for UPS, yeah.
0: man. All right. Uh, he told me I needed to get something for the movie, so. Get this, John. This came up from Mexico. Science.
1: Are you ready for science? Science, no doubt. Outlawing drugs such as cannabis, magic mushrooms, and other psychedelic substances amounts to scientific censorship and is hampering research into potentially important medical uses, leading scientists argued on Wednesday. Laws and international conventions dating back to the 1960s have set back research in key areas such as consciousness by decades. They argue in the native... I'm sorry, the Nature Reviews Neuroscience... The decision to outlaw these drugs was based on their perceived dangers, but in many cases the harms have been overstated, said David Nutt. I think we've talked about him before, haven't we? David Nutt, a professor of neuropsychopharmacology at Imperial College London. Pharmacology. The laws have never been updated despite scientific (laughs) 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 scientific advances and growing evidence that many of these drugs are relatively safe and that appears to be no way for the international community to make such changes. How about that? That's good. I think the tide is turning for the weed. I read another story about um, the mayors. All the mayors uh, sent a letter to the federal government and said, hey, back the fuck off. Let us decide how we want to regulate the weed okay right so dump the federal laws let us handle it Uh, so there is a the tide is turning John the question is when will it be legalized not from a medical perspective but when will it be legalized for recreational use that is the question and I'm sure it'll be state by state but when will all the states adopt it Well, who knows when? I mean, there's some states that are just totally fucked up and still don't let atheists hold office because uh, they're so backward. So who knows? All right, John, let's see if I have any other science. Science. No science. Let's move on to religion. No, celebrity, John. Celebrity. I have two celebrity stories, John.
3: There's no business like show, business like no business I know. Everything All right, do you have
1: the sound effects ready, John? Sound effects? If yeah. Need to, okay. For what? So here, I'm going to read this, uh, not read it, I'm going to play. This is an audio celebrity story.
2: Make it hard to get
4: every lap.
1: All right, hold on. That's um, drop. an advertisement.
4: Which is like Clorox invented smart I mean, tube um... technology. The new smart tube is built in to
1: get all the... All right, so this is Neil Patrick Harris on the Kelly Ripa Show. And they both inhale sulfur hexafluoride. Do you know what that does when you inhale sulfur, no. sulfur hexafluoride? Well, the good news is we don't have to do that, John. Because we have... Producer of the year and sound effects by John. Yeah.
2: But here it is. So I figured what we do
1: is uh, you could know, do a little host chat, maybe. But uh, a sulfur hexafluoride version of this. Sulfur I'm assuming this is some sort of a doctor and or scientist. The,
2: what is the symbol for that
1: on the chart? That was it's SF fit six. If you. Uh, I was just testing you. Know. Oh, okay. So he's filling yeah. up the the balloons for All them. Right, so here's what we're gonna do with this. I yeah. love this. This
4: is okay. this is good stuff. Is this dangerous? Okay. Okay, here we go. Uh, you know, it's
3: fine, it's fine. All right, so wait, breathe out. There we go. And you're going to get the whole thing. Breathe it in. There you go, whole thing, whole thing. And a little host chat. Oh, I want to tell you. Wow. Luke, Luke, I am your sex. You don't want to mess with me. You are. Absolutely punish absolutely punished. Michael, you, you're the sick. Put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> Put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> Did you
1: ever hear about that? No. Sulfur hexafluoride. Yeah. Now, I know that uh, helium, it raises your voice. Yeah. But I, I didn't know that this substance existed. It lowers your voice. But we don't need any of that, John. No, right? No, we don't. Because you can hook us up. Yeah, yeah. So wait a minute. Let's. I I did bring some sulfur fluoride <laughs> <laughs> hexafluoride. <laughs> Whatever. So let's. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna do mine, and then you do right. do yours. Right? right? Ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Okay. Uh, so we got these balloons, right? Yeah. Okay. Ready? <laughs> you Suck
3: on it, man. <laughs> Yeah, I got some silver hexafluoride. Right on, John. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. Are you going to do yours, man? Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Because mine's wearing off. (sighs) Oh, yeah. I know what you're saying, man. Whoa. (laughs) Right on, man. Yeah. Let me take another hit. Hold on. I feel like a Oh
2: shit
3: (laughs) It makes you feel like a radio DJ doesn't it It sure does It's the morning zoo Yeah yeah, baby I feel like a morning DJ (laughs) This is some good shit man We gotta do this more often Hold on, oh, man. I also brought some helium in. Oh, I'm you gonna, did? Yeah, let me... I'm gonna do some helium no, right. On, All right,
2: all right. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> balloon, man.
3: I grabbed the you wrong balloon. Holy rough, rough. shit. <laughs> 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 let me grab the you really a yeah. balloon, dude. Yeah. Hold
2: on. <laughs> <Wrong> balloon. <laughs>
3: Ready, man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Wish>. <laughs>
4: balloons, man, yeah, it is. switches around. I gotta mark them. I gotta mark them better so I know what I'm sucking. <laughs> yeah, that pink tube balloon, yeah.
3: Yeah, that right. skip the one that got the vein in it, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one, man.
2: Moment now, uh, yeah. Oof. Oof.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we got hexa a- <laughs> more or we whatever that more is. Of those balloons. That's out of sight, man.
1: Out of sight. Um, Where was I? hexafluoride.
0: fluoride. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, other
0: this is other celebrity news, John. Other celebrity.
1: Uh, this is Miss Utah. Now I don't know if you remember, John, but we played Miss North Carolina. Um, <laughs> no, we can't play this one either. No, no, it's been blocked by NBC Universal. Uh, but apparently, Miss Utah gave an answer to a question. You know, they have a question and answer session at the Miss yeah. Universe pageant, yeah. And they asked her a question, and she, she didn't fuck it up as bad as the North Carolina one a couple of years ago with Dion Sanders. Right, right. Let yeah. me
3: ask you a question.
1: You. Uh, but it was, it was pretty, uh, pretty funny. Uh, but uh, apparently I can't find it. Maybe you can find it. The one I look for is Blocked. It's taken offline by NBC Universal. What is? What is it called? It's Miss Utah. From this year's Miss... I don't know if it, it... It must have been Miss America, right? It wouldn't have been Miss Universe. She wouldn't have been Miss Utah. She would have been Mrs. America, right? Yeah, what is
0: she call, talking about, though?
1: Uh, what do they ask her? They ask her about education. The big question? The big question is about education. And you, c- you can't find it? I can't find it. Can you find it?
0: Uh, let's see
2: here.
1: Judge oh, I found number it. Number three. NeNe Leakes, your question, please. I haven't heard it yet, so...
4: A recent report shows that in 40% of American families with children, women are the primary earners, yet they continue to earn less than men. What does this say about society? I think we can relate this back to education and how we are continuing to try to strive to... How to create jobs right now?
2: That's the biggest <laughs> problem, and
4: I think especially the men are um, seen as the leaders of this, and so we need to try to figure out how to create education better, so that we can solve this problem. Thank you. Thank you, Utah. Thank you, sweetheart.
1: Oh. Create education better, John. Create it better. More yeah. better. More better. If create. she would have put more better in there, we could have yeah. said, "Hey, that's a TTN yeah. listener." Um that wasn't that bad, but yeah, she didn't answer the question at all. No. Now, interestingly, the last show or the show before, you answered that question, John. Because we yeah. brought that up as a science story that four in ten homes, uh the, the woman is the major breadwinner now, and you gave an explanation for that. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with education and no. we need to create more jobs. I mean that's fucking retarded <sighs> almost. Ridiculous goddamn it's ridiculous. ridiculous. Yes, but you said it's because uh, women are cheaper.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So corporations are cutting the men, they're hiring women. They cut the, the men, they kept the women on, they promoted them, they're like, oh, fuck, we could save a shitload of money with these broads. Yeah. Now, if
1: Miss Utah provided that answer, how about that? Yeah. I think that would have been uh, bigger headlines
0: than her horrible answer. Because they don't have maps? And so they can't, whatever. (laughs) Yes, because we need to
1: do education more, better. Better, And
0: and because the men will create jobs. Because the men are in charge of that. And I don't know. Yeah, that scares me, man. That scares me. Those are the women that get on Fox News. And become uh, news hosts. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And people listen to him oh she's hot she's got to be smart no no not, a, not at all
1: no but I, I will say that in my own personal experience um the more attractive the woman the more benefit of the doubt i'll give them i guess the more chances i'll give them <laughs> let me <laughs> let me digress when i was younger that was certainly the case. As i've gotten right. older i guess i've gotten more cynical yeah, yeah. And I, I just, yeah, I can just figure it out right away. <laughs> you know, because when you get older, you get got less time on the planet, and you're not going to waste it with somebody like that. You know what I'm saying, John? Right. Yeah. All right, so that was Celebrity. Let's move on to religious news, right. John. Religious news. What do I have here? Uh... uh, uh. uh. Very appropriate background music, John. Thank you. Okay, this is a... I have a song. I'm going to play a song that I ran across. And I like the song, and not only that, I thought it was pretty ballsy, this song.
3: Ballsy.
1: Ballsy. And then before we get to that, I got this other story. This is out of um, Afghanistan, surprisingly, John. Yeah. A mob attacks an Afghan doctor and female patient. Do you know why, John? Do you know why this mob would attack them? Well, this is how backwards they are in Afghanistan. A mob attacked an Afghan medical doctor and his female patient, stoning the doctor after the two were discovered in his private examining room without a chaperone. Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord Jesus. I mean, how fucked up is that? How fucked up up is that? Yeah, let's, let's get in the 21st century here, Afghan. Okay, is that possible? I don't think it's possible. All right, now where the hell is this other... I just had it. God damn it! Hold on. One moment, please, John.
3: You mind your own fuckhole. Punch me in the fucking face.
2: No doubt.
1: Sir, anybody is that's tired of paying four dollars <laughs> a, de- a a bucks, four dollars a gallon for well, gasoline? Fuck it.
3: Hey, what are you trying to do?
1: You got it, man. I got it man. It I got it, man. Are you ready? Here it is. This is Garfunkel and Oats. And it's called Fuck Me in the Ass Because I Love Jesus. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go.
4: We um, have one other one for you. Oh,
1: I've heard
0: Do these Do you guys chicks. know what
4: God's loophole is? Does anybody? No. Anybody? It's when uh, girls stay virgins till they're married but have anal sex instead. Which yeah. uh, we thought was an interesting uh, topic. So we wrote a song about it. Yeah. <laughs> All my life. I've been good to do what my mom and dad and God say I should. Go to church and Bible school to live by God's rule. So whatever people tell me that the Bible tells me, I will do. Walk the halls of high school with my purity ring. Unlike those other girls, I got my morals in check. It was easy to do till I got a boyfriend and pardon my French, but he's cute as heck. A pact to keep my hymen intact And Jesus and I are tight Never learned about the birds and bees I was taught to keep an aspirin in between my knees Cause the Bible says premarital sex is wrong But Jason says that guys can't wait that long I don't want to lose him to someone who'll do him I need to figure something out Well, there's a loophole in the scripture that works really well So I can get him off without going to hell It's my Hail Mary full of grace In Jesus' name we go to fifth face Oh, thank you for making me holy And thank you for giving me holes to choose from And since I'm not a godless whore They'll have to come Fuck me in the ass because I love Jesus The good Lord would want it that way Give me that sweet sensation of a throbbing rationalization It's just between you and me Because everyone knows it's a sex that God can't see It's hard to be as pure as me To resist the urge to lose my vaginal virginity To wait until my marriage bed To give my husband my unsullied name so take your cock out, shove it in my ass Fuck me until you come Oops, I mean, let's join our souls And unite our bodies and fly with the wings of God Whatever you do, don't touch my clitoris If you ring Satan's doorbell, God can't ignore this No prophylactics <laughs> when you put it in Cause birth control's for sluts and it's a sin I've emptied my bowels and laid out the towels I'm ready for romance Now I'm praying to the power that's the highest But of all of my holes, this one's the driest But we can't procreate if we anally copulate And God's okay with sodomy, but only if you're straight It's
2: just between you and me. Because
0: everyone knows it's the sex that God can't
1: see. How about Very, that, very nice,
0: yeah. I do the Bible tells um They're there's cute, some, too.
1: And there's some truth to this because I didn't know this. I have no idea. I wasn't relaized, r- relaized. Mm-hmm. I wasn't raised in this background, but there's story after story about girls that are brought up in this let me turn this off. It's distracting. In this ideology, and they, that is a loophole for them. Yeah. They'll do that or they'll, um, oral sex or whatever, just as long as it doesn't go between the legs. You know what I'm saying, John? That's right. right John? And, uh, it's, it, it's It doesn't so spell it out
0: in the Bible about anal sex.
1: It's so ridiculous. Well, it does, you know, don't lay a man with a man like you would with a woman, you know. See what I'm saying there, John?
0: Well, yeah, where does it say that? I don't know, Deuteronomy? Deut- does it? Leviticus? Deuteronomy or Leviticus? <laughs> and if a man lie with a beast, he shall surely be put to death, and he shall slay the beast. Yes. And if a woman approach unto any beast and lie down there too, thou shalt kill the woman and the beast, and shall surely be put to death, their blood shall be upon them. Yeah, that's bestiality, man. Yeah. Come on. I'm just saying I don't see it
1: alright moving on to politics
0: John. don't commit adultery uh, fornication every sin that a man doeth is without the body but he that cometh cometh fornication sinneth against his own body um, doesn't say anything about anal sex so yeah yeah the Bible doesn't, however, spell it out for anal sex. There are no specific specific <laughs> verses that say that anal sex between a married couple is a sin. There are verses that deal with homosexuality, but not a married couple. I believe that if it were a sin, God would have included it with the others, he mentioned. But since the Bible is silent on the issue... There is a debate among Christians regarding this. This is from uh, the website Nymphos dot org. Yeah. What does it say about the men? Is, is that Are you sure it's Deuteronomy? or is it? Yeah, I'm maybe you're sure. right. I have no idea. Ah, yeah. We uh, uh, uh. got more. Uh, Religious?
1: No, I'm done with religion, and I went to pull up my NSA story, and it says, you've reached the outer limits as we update our website, so I can't (laughs) get to that. That's just great. Love the editors. Thank you. You know, this is why i got to get back to cutting and pasting. Yeah. Like Phil does, cutting and pasting into a notepad. Right. Yeah. But uh, just to highlight, NASA, summarize... NASA? Not NASA. The NSA? And what they're doing? And this... What's his name? Edward Snowden? Yeah. Yeah. A um, Couple of things here, John. I think Ron Paul said it very well. He said... Um, they're charging him with treason. And treason is sharing secrets with the enemy. And what Snowden did was he just told the U.S. public that, hey... Your government is eavesdropping on your telephone calls, your internet, and all your text messaging. So he was telling us. Yeah. So we're the enemy. Is that what uh, is being said here? Right. I think that's very well stated. So how do they even charge him with treason? I think if he had any kind of good of a good lawyer, he would get out of that. But he's he was in Russia, and then I heard another story that he was in Russia and. He heard that they didn't serve alcohol on the flight so he got blitzed on vodka and he missed his flight. But then he somehow he's in Iceland now, so who knows where he yeah. is. Yeah. But uh just to recap, I guess, to summarize. The Bush, the Bush there, he started the Patriot Act and with that, they've been doing this for 10 years or now. Uh NASA, not NASA, the NSA. <laughs> this huge server warehouse, and they're recording everything on the web, phone calls, text messages. Everything is being recorded and being stored. Um, And we talked about this last show. It doesn't fucking work because the Boston thing still happened. So if they were recording shit and they knew what they were fucking doing, they could have prevented that. And then the story that I was going to pull up that is not available to me now, but I did read earlier today, John... It said terrorists don't use Google and Facebook and uh, all these things that NASA is targeting. They don't use this stuff because they, for ten years, they've known that this is what the government is tracking. So they use other forms of communication. So who are is our government targeting? Right, they're targeting their own citizens. They're dumb. I mean it's it's and you know when um I'm going back up to Eagle River uh in July uh, for the Independence Day there John. Yeah. And I can't defend Obama anymore. And I'm really disappointed. I'm disappointed by that. Here's a guy who promised change and all he did was change his promises, John. Very nicely put. Uh, and so the only thing I can do is is fall back on well he's not as fucking bad as the w but we don't even know that yet we don't know that yet because everything is a fucking secret
0: and obama knows what he's doing w didn't yeah that's like i like i said what penn said maybe we don't have a dumb president right a big dummy than a smart one
1: and a big dummy is a lot funnier john it's a lot (laughs) more entertaining we got
0: a big dummy like the W. And you can do the monkey sounds and it's appropriate. <laughs> you, you can't do it right? with Can't do it with Obama and people get bent out of shape.
1: Uh so that's the story I was going to read is th- they terrorists don't even use what the NS, NSA is targeting. So they're just targeting us. But why are they targeting us? And uh oh just what a yeah. uh, fucking nightmare. And you know Glenn Beck uh is one of the only um right-wing talk host that is coming down on this. All the others are kind of talking around it because, you know, they did start out with a W and they want this kind of surveillance. But Glenn Beck uh, is saying, he's the only one that's saying, no, this is not right. But he's so fucking insane. Like, I listened to him this morning and he's saying that, listen, folks, everything is laid out. It's all there for you to see. We, America, is going to become the next Nazi Germany. Yeah. And we're going to be worse than Nazi Germany. Right. Uh, And I don't know where he comes up with this, but uh, I think it's because nobody's doing anything about it. Like, nobody's protesting. And and, and, and so I was thinking about that today. How do we protest? We protest with our vote, right? That's how we protest. So I'm thinking, let's say, hypothetically, everybody decided to just vote out the incumbent. I don't give a fuck who's running against the incumbent. I'm going to vote for the other guy or the other woman.
0: Right. Would that even make a difference? You you know, that's Marty's uh, philosophy. Mine is always keep it balanced so that it slows government down. Um, Marty is don't vote in the incumbent. Um, His argument against my theory is that You're just saying, go ahead and vote for the same idiot that, you know, is unqualified for the job. And then I said, well, you're saying the same thing pretty much by voting out the incumbent. So if there is some continuity that the incumbent is actually, because there there are some good politicians that uh, actually have a conscience. Yeah,
1: but they don't last Uh,
0: like Feingold. Well, Bernie Sanders, he's been in there a while. Didn't
1: he retire? No. And then Feingold it was the, one of the one guys who was saying, "Hey, this Patriot Act, this is no good." Yeah, and he was from Wisconsin, so there's this doom right there. Yeah, they voted him out.
0: I don't know. I think the only way it, it might be voting, you know, incumbents out and and voting for the next guy and making it so that they can't develop this, you know, scare them enough to the point where. They start oh, I guess we really got to work again. for the people instead of sitting in there, and corporations, and getting all this money to yeah. Because like in the UK, they only get like a they get like a hundred and fifty grand cap or something. I don't know. Somebody would have to set me straight on that, but it's like they get like a hundred and fifty grand cap to to uh, to campaign on, and that's it. You know, here it's unlimited, and you can get money from whoever you want. Uh I don't understand that at all.
1: Yeah, so who knows what the solution is? I don't know. Maybe it's armed revolution, who knows. Um but the funny thing is uh when I find these NSA stories, what I do is I uh forward them to my email address and I put like the episode number 279 and then I put NSA. So yeah. now are they tracking me now? Because I'm I'm emailing myself about the NSA. Am I now on their watch list? Look out, Who yeah. the fuck knows? I don't know. I read this other great article that said lawbreaking is part of the evolution of society. Lawbreakers are important for moving things forward. So for example, when we talk about pot, pot is against the law. But the people who broke the law and smoked pot and figured out what the benefits were from pot, and now pot is becoming more acceptable and it's medical marijuana, and we just talked about this, eventually it's going to be legal again. Yeah, If it wasn't for those original lawbreakers, none of this would have happened. And when you have this kind of um, um, uh, invasion of privacy and this, this security that they have eavesdropping, where theoretically, nobody's going to be able to break the law in the future um, because they have all this information. You're not going to be able to evolve as a society anymore. It, it, it stops the evolution of society. I wish I had the article because it was much more eloquent than I am, summarizing it. Um, but I can't find one good idea or good reason for this idea. Not one. And it's about terrorism. Oh, so the terrorists don't get us.
0: No doubt, man.
1: So I can't support Obama anymore. He's disappointed me. Uh, He he ran on one idea, and then he totally fucking executed a 180 from what he ran on. Um, so it, it just makes me more cynical and I finally learned my lesson about politicians. You know, the who they said, Hey, old boss, same as the new boss. And I didn't believe it. And now I do. I believe it. Old boss, same as the new boss. Not exactly the same. No, but, uh,
0: just expanding the, uh, uh, the whole Patriot Act thing.
1: Yeah, and and, uh, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, and the expansion keeps happening, and you get some guy who's a fucking lunatic in there. Um, Yeah. But the other thing is, you know, everybody wants to go after Obama for this, but the Senate, you know, and the House, they signed off on this shit. I mean, the whole government is is accountable for this. And it's a non-representation of us. Yeah. They failed us.
0: Top to bottom. No doubt, man. Totally agree. A hundred of the percent. Somebody's watching me, Scott. Remember this one? 1984. Rockwell. With uh, Michael Jackson. Remember this one?
1: This is Michael Jackson?
0: It's uh, Rockwell with Michael Jackson in the background doing the. He's doing the uh, chorus. All
1: right, John. Well, that's all I have for two seventy nine.
0: That's right, Scott. I'm always feeling like somebody's watching me. Right?
1: That's right, John. That's right. All right, so uh, episode 280 next week? Next week, John? Yeah, 280,
0: no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Let me look at the calendar. What is next week? Next week week is the 1st of July. I should be able to do
1: that, John. July. And the week after that. After Independence Day,
0: yeah. Hey, my uh, wife and kids will be out of town. When? That week. What week? The July fifth through the twelfth. All right, man. If end end of
1: time, the end of time. Yeah, very Is that good. What it's called? Yeah. We'll go see it then, man. Right on. Time of ending. Yeah. All right. And you got right. some gigs coming up, right? yeah? Gigs: uh, July, August, September. July twenty seventh, August sixteenth. At the Lee Street Possibly Sports Park. July
0: fifth. Don't know. July twenty
1: seventh. The excuses. Back maybe the July fifth. September. Back in the Beacon. How about that? Yeah.
0: yeah. Right on. All right, that's all for this week, Scott. You know what this music means? It means the show is ending. It's over. It's done. It's in the can. We're through. Two seventy nine comes to a close, John. No doubt. I'm John, and I'm Scott. Say good night, Scott. Good night, Scott. Listening to John and Scott.
3: A total talk nonsense.